0: Hello and welcome to the We Are Geeks Horror Show, where every Friday we'll be covering another installment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and We Weird Are Geeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own featured films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessily. We Are Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the film's reference and no infringement is intended.
1: Geeks! Geeks! Right. Oh. <laughs> Hello,
0: welcome back to the We Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you through another installment of the classic horror retrospective franchise. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me for the wrap-up of the VHS is Alexander Chad.
1: Thank you very much. I mean, and, hi.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I, I said mean thank hi. you. I mean, hi. Thank you. I am me. And <laughs> Alison Holland.
2: Thank you very much. Are you you? I am today.
0: Are you sure? No, have you I'm checked? never sure. We are, of course, dealing with the end of a franchise, one of our shortest yet, only three films. Have we done a three-film one before? I don't know if uh, we have. Breaking Correct the rules. was four, right? Yeah, our rules used to be four and above. Because three were like right. a trilogy, four is a franchise. That's true. In my opinion. You know? Yeah, But we're breaking all kinds of things this year, so <laughs> who gives a fuck? <laughs> if you're new to us, hello, welcome. Please head out to We Are Geeks on all of your things and your stuff with the programming in and the algorithms. Find us, subscribe us, rate to us. It helps us out hold down bunch because we do all this for free. We don't do patrons. We don't do banner ads. And by the love of all things staticky, we're not going to try and sell you any. Fuck.
2: Any fuck. (laughs)
0: Any fucks. We're
2: not going to try to sell you. (laughs) Incorrect.
0: (laughs) The correct answer was Betamax. We're not going to try to sell you any Betamax or Betamax, depending on where you're from. What do you say in England? Beta or Beta? I honestly don't remember anymore. I was having a conversation with someone the other day about something where I was talking about first floor, second floors, because America and England do that differently. And I got it the wrong way around. That's how long I've been in America now. is My brain is programmed the wrong way around. Could you come in in America... And you're on the what floor when you come in up street level?
2: On the it's first on floor, first typically.
0: Floor. Is it? It's not the lobby? Well,
2: it depends, well, it depends where you region. are, yeah.
0: <laughs> but no, g- g- generally they have, if you're one floor up in America, you're on or the second floor. Or ground floor?
2: Whereas ground in England, floor. yeah,
0: it's ground floor, first floor up is the yeah. first floor. But yeah. it's not also the first floor that you arrive at, so both make sense, let's yeah. be honest. So It's like, <laughs> are you saying for, anyway. <laughs> this I is what everyone's here to listen to. It is. Yeah, so my Americanisms, my Englishisms are fucked. I can't remember Betamax and Betamax anymore. Which is beta, which? Betamax, No yeah. idea. What was it in Australia or Australia? I, I,
1: I'm exactly the same. But I don't remember. Cool. We're broken. <laughs> um, we say
2: beta in case you're wondering. Then
1: no, I would probably think it's the probably it's the beta. Betamax.
2: Beta. Yeah,
0: that sounds more British, doesn't it? Betamax. 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 And the VHS. <laughs> the V. Yeah, we're talking about a wrap-up of VHS. If you're new to our wrap-ups, enjoy yourself. But we do recommend you go back and listen to the previous three episodes where we've been discussing the films in detail, too much detail probably. Again, we spend twice as much time talking about these films than the actual films' runtime themselves. <laughs> exactly. And you are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Although not true to the first VHS, which is long.
1: Because um, I know there's, there's people out there, particularly in the VHS fan community, that are crying out. The detail that we go into,
0: (laughs) Alex. I can't even tell you how many emails I get per day. (laughs) I'm
1: sure. Yeah.
0: They're just saying, yeah, but we need more detail. Make
2: it longer. (laughs) Two hours is not enough.
0: And that's why we do the wrap up because some podcasts would be like, you know what? We did two and a half hours on each fucking film. That's plenty. No, (laughs) not the case. You need another podcast where we basically go over everything all over (laughs) again.
3: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And that's
0: what's going to happen. Luckily, there's only three films, so it's going to be pretty short. We're going to talk through those three films. Of course, we're going to do my favorite game, the Rotten Tomatoes game. We're going to then look at some of. Well, normally we like to look at the, you know the peripherals, uh, comic books, video games, things like that. Are there any? We shall see. Ooh. We then like to look at a little bit of the history of whatever we're talking about, and then of course we get into ranking different things. We have plenty of categories, and maybe there will be a secret quiz. We don't no. know. We don't know. It's impossible to tell. It's really down to how tired was I the night previous (laughs) recording a show.
2: Pretty tired, from what I hear.
0: Pretty tired. Pretty tired. If you are also new to us and you're in the future, who knows? Maybe we're still doing this terrible experiment, which is live streaming our shows. Ali has just discovered that (laughs) she's infected with something. What's happening?
2: I don't know. I just found all this pen
0: You're infected with pen.
2: I'm rubbing it all over our white table. That's great.
0: I got to say, we're recording right in the middle of COVID. The pen disease is the least one to worry about. That's true. You're going to be fine. You make it
1: through. What was I talking about? Oh, no. Join our Zoom live stream things.
0: Thank you. Yeah. We've switched over from Skype to Zoom. We're making that public if you want to come in and join. We've learned that nobody wants to. Even when we have thousands of people watching on Instagram, no one wants to come over to Zoom. It's understandable. It's a lot of effort. You've got to press a button. You've got to put in your username and your password, unless you have that saved. Have it saved. Your privacy doesn't matter. And then you got to type in a little code. It's a lot of hassle we get. It. But if you want to, we're here. You can then leave comments in the Zoom chat and we might get, back to, uh, get to them at the end of the show. And if you're if worried
2: you're, about showing us your face or speaking.
0: We don't even allow it.
2: Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> we don't want to look worry. at you. or hear you. You can only type in the chat and that's it. You just get to look at our beautiful faces. <laughs> in
2: fact, if you try to show your face, one of us will probably kick you out.
0: Almost definitely. If you try to show your penis, however, we'll see. We how will judge it
2: whether it's terrifying <laughs> or hilarious. And if it's yeah. neither, we'll kick it out.
0: I'm glad we have this new scale. But I hope really, like, (laughs) if ever the three of us are single again and we're dating, and like Alex and I turn gay, that that's how we all
3: judge
2: judge all the penises that we're potentially going to date.
0: (laughs) Scary to hilarious.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's how I've always done it.
0: What if you meet someone who finds yours scary, but you find theirs hilarious?
2: Those are both options on the scale, so that's fine. Is that a happy couple? Opposites attract.
0: Do you need to find both hilarious? Are oh, you think opposites? No, opposites okay. attract.
2: Yeah, otherwise you it's get nothing balance. done. you both
0: just be
1: laughing yeah, at each
2: other. Yeah, you're both Mr. <laughs> Giggles.
1: And uh, Al, I don't, I don't think either of us has to turn gay to, to be a judge on this scale.
0: That's fair. That's fair. You'd be probably not surprised how often my girlfriend <laughs> says that she talks to your wife and they think that you and I will eventually run off
3: together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, it's completely fine. Yeah, uh, if you don't want to listen to all three of us and you'd rather just listen to two of us and enjoy, enjoy those beautiful, weird, awkward pauses where the third voice should be, then just go onto Instagram. You can follow me, Mr. Al White, and I'll be posting live through there and you can just listen to two of us because Instagram don't let us do three of us yet. Those monsters.
2: Our faces would be too narrow. You can't fit three.
0: Oh, do you think that's what they're trying to figure out? Maybe. I mean, you could just do it like it is in Zoom right now, like a little upside down triangle.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We figured it out. Someone emailed them. Figured it out. (laughs) Here's the thing. Very hard to get in contact with Instagram is what
1: I've (laughs) learned. Or it's just one of those things where the face that's the person that's speaking, their face
2: pops up.
0: up. Pops up. Yeah. Speaker
2: view.
0: I have to change that off on Zoom. I don't like it. I find it too aggressive.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I it like makes it me either.
0: really nervous because i know like when i do like a big zoom thing with people i don't really know and i know some of them probably don't have it on calorie view i know that if someone tells a story and i just exhale too loud
3: <laughs> your face <laughs> pops <Yeah>. up <laughs> i'm
0: old Elsie. all right let's talk about the vhs movies we started this franchise in the year 2012 can you imagine such a thing vhs1 came out it got a 5.8 out of 10 on imdb we all agreed on one thing, on one thing alone. It was too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Other than that, this was a movie for me, which, again, I think we definitely had some differences of opinions in this one, which was kind of cool. Like, for me, it was, yeah, those, I don't like anthology horror movies. This one... I, I had the same feelings revisiting it as I did the first time I saw it in the film festival a long time ago, which was at the opening. I don't like these characters, but it very, feels very authentic and gets under my skin, and that just feels like a genuine video someone would have posted, you know, in the late 90s or something like that. And then it goes into the first tale, Amateur Night, and I think that's genuinely, again, I don't like the people very much, but I think it's a very effectively well-made short. So I like After those <laughs> <this> first two... <laughs> I was like, this is my favorite anthology movie ever made, which isn't saying that much because I don't like them normally. But I was
3: like,
0: <laughs> I think this is really, this is, I'm on board. And then gradually for me, the whole thing sort of went, okay, the next one, the Ty West one, which I should be excited about because I like Ty West a lot. was like, uh, it's fine. But then it really drops a ball at the end.
1: And then we go off into, what's after Ty West in the
0: VHS one?
1: Ty West after that. Wait, I've got it right Here is Tuesday the 17th. Then we really went off a cliff. <laughs> 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 really went off a cliff with that one for me. Yeah, the staticky thing
0: was like the only vaguely all right thing about it. And, then, and that felt like more traditional horror anthology for me. And then we went into, uh, was it Emily? The horrible thing with the Emily? The sick thing where, that
1: happened to Emily when she was younger.
0: Which is like, okay, this is back on track a bit more. I'm kind of like, I don't like the male actor, but I like the setup. And then by the end, it falls off a cliff so hard for me. <laughs> like more than yeah. any of the others that it really fucked me over. And then to make that worse, they don't give us... A proper wraparound. Uh, well, they do, but they edit it in the wrong places, which <laughs> yes, did not make any sense. It's
1: such a weird edit. <laughs> it's
0: just like they chuck in another short at the end yeah. of the film, which is Emily, right? That's the last one. No, uh, the, no. Halloween one. Oh, Halloween. the Halloween one. Halloween. Yeah, no, we have the which Halloween is great. one. Sorry, which I like that one. It's a lot of fun. I'll admit, it seems extra fun after the previous two shorts <laughs> <laughs> because it's not like it's amazing or anything, but it's a totally like that's a great fun one which I enjoy and I like the effects somewhere it goes. So it's a real mix bag for me the first VHS and length was definitely a problem and two particular shorts in there were a problem for me. What about you two looking back on it now?
1: Yeah for me it was a it was a definitely a mixed bag because I struggled with the characters right off the bat and in that first wraparound um, and then in the next like I, we, we talked about this in the, the podcast about the male characters and how they were written. I've got no issue with Showing characters like that, I'm, I'm, I, I kind of cringe when people say like, oh, we shouldn't have these types of characters on film or these types of people. And it's like, well, no, stories should be diverse and complete, but I, I don't think these films had enough time or or sort of... It just wasn't satisfying to kind of what happened to them and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, for me, the the rest of the film was, you know, I really appreciated it for its authenticity, its, its like real snuff film feel. But it was all a lot of like really great ideas, but just constantly missing the mark for me or something that was like always an element missing that didn't sort of elevate it to a level where I thought, oh, fuck, this is awesome. Yeah. And that's my overall feeling about this film. Like there's definitely bits I really enjoyed, but but it's just like, meh, it's not going to be one that I'll revisit often. I
0: do think it's you raise an interesting point with yeah. I normally I think a lot of people don't mind deplorable characters things. I don't like it. I always want to have empathy for every, any character I see, but there's an inherent problem with that with found footage because found footage isn't meant to be a film. It's meant to be yeah real life, and yeah. that means that you kind of have to like, and again and also again in horror horror is like yeah a lot of the time in horror you're meant to feel uncomfortable. You're meant to feel repulsed. So it's mm-hmm. kind of difficult sometimes to know how to gauge found footage in that way. For sure. Ali. how are you looking back?
2: This one's a weird one for me because I agree with what both of you are saying. I also want to have empathy for every character or at least see some side of them that even if I disagree with the way they arrived at a conclusion, I can empathize as to either how they personally got there or see that they're coming from a somewhat intelligent standpoint. And I if it had only been like one or maybe even two of these short films that had characters like this, I think I would have felt very differently about it. But as the movie went on and as I was seeing that almost every male character was the exact same, that's when it became exhausting and problematic for me. It's partially because just the fact that all the, in the credits, the majority of the crew and writers and directors and everybody are male and that they wrote and directed all of these without knowledge of what the others were doing. That's really sad to see that that's the level of creativity that comes from several different people. So it's frustrating both from a creative standpoint of just wanting more original content and different creative ideas. And just from yeah, a sexist point of view is really shitty. But even on top of that, all of that as a whole makes it difficult for me to like this movie But even breaking down the shorts, there's only, I won't tell you where on my list it is, but there's only one short from this whole movie that I have in my top five. So even from that perspective, it's like, I just didn't like any of the stories really. Mm. So this one is not my favorite.
0: I do think you had an extra difficult barrier because you weren't really aware of what Anthology was and you started it like, again, they start with two in a row. Yes, which have the most deplorable characters by far. Yep. And then, sure, when you get to the Thai West one, it's frustrating that his husband apparently uh, mm-hmm. is trying to convince her to do a sex tape when she doesn't want to for like one scene, and then, which didn't even need to be there. It's just so strange that yeah. they even needed to be there. And then the rest again. It's like it's just there's a sour note put in your mouth from those first two back to back. That then you see the others in. in, If they weren't that way, I feel it wouldn't be feel so abrasive. And then you're right. You get to the end credits, and you're like, okay, this is why.
2: Yeah, that's what it feels abrasive, and it's also. I think Alex mentioned this. It just feels like this was made by a bunch of like 13 year old boys. (laughs) Yeah, like that's the only thing they can think of.
0: Yes. Yes. I mean we'll get into it more as we get into when we actually rank this stuff and our reasons for things so.
1: And so. then obviously how yeah, we spoke about this is, you know, even if you kind of not necessarily overcome those those feelings or sort of you, they're kind of put on the back burner because of the, the 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 shorts that we get to at the end, it all comes flooding back when they have the boomerang boob shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. at the end. No <laughs> completely. You know I mean? And completely. it's just like, oh, okay. Like, which
0: again is like, we have to, like, it's hard with the an anthology because you have to like talk about the films themselves and maybe the creators, but then you don't know what the people who curated the entire film, like the producers and the yeah, production yeah. companies, what they decided to do with that stuff. So it's really difficult to separate, but that's our job. We've got to try and do both, which is mm-hmm. hard. And for people who haven't listened to our previous shows, we are making a We Are Geek supercut of VHS. I've even informed some of the creators. Of <laughs> oh, that that, that is doing. awesome. No. <laughs> are um, they okay with this? I, I mean, i don't care Uh, (laughs) and yes we are going to be selecting at the end of this show which films are not just going in it but the order of them we're going to figure that out together what's the best ride because i do think the first film will be more palatable I'm not saying it'd be better, and I'll get to that later, but I think it would be more palatable if it was in a different order, if these shorts were put in a different order. So let's get to that at the end, because I think that's going to be important. VHS 2 then came out the next year, 2013. It gets a 6 out of 10 on the old IMDb, so higher slightly than the first one. For me, this one oh, its really... I mean, talking about all these films is kind of weird, because you have you just need your reactions to things, and then you actually look at them and you go, well, that wasn't so bad, or that was... Or, this one actually had a wraparound that was written better, made more sense, had more production value. It was, felt far less authentic, like far less authentic for me. And it felt a little silly. It was very similar, to be honest, as the first one. They just added in like a private investigator kind of vibe to things. And then they started to add in a little bit of mythology, like we want to create this mythology. And definitely repetition of like the stacks of TVs that people are watching and, and stuff like that. I didn't say sorry for the last one, but I still really love just the simple setup of we're going to this place to get a tape and this one they're going to investigate something else and you're yeah, coming across these tapes and then watching them for different reasons, essentially. It's a very simple setup for an anthology and I do think it's, it works fine. But yeah, the wraparound, I don't really like it even though it's better in, you know, in cinematic concept. And then we kicked off with... Fuck, I should have down the order of these. Do you have the order of these?
1: <laughs> yep, uh, we kicked off with... After the wraparound, we kicked off with, sorry, uh, Phase oh, One Clinical cl- Trials. Of course, Phase One Clinical Trials, which for me was like, a. Uh, I understand
0: when it did it. Adam Wingard was probably the biggest director that they had involved with this, maybe. Oh. Definitely at the time, he was like on the up and up and he's a director lots of people love. I struggle with a lot of his work, to be honest. This is my least favorite thing he's ever done. It sets oh. a whole different tone for the VHS franchise of like, now we're going into Twilight Zone rather than horror which is fine. It's not my particular cup of tea. So yeah. it's, it's, I'm going to struggle with it a bit more. And then this one was just like, I don't know. It didn't do it for me. Um,
1: and then from there, we moved into... <laughs> we moved into A Ride in the Park by Eduardo Sanchez. I mean, this was and great Greg fun. This it was great. one that starts off as like, okay,
0: this is fine, but I've seen it before. And then it just gets better and better and better and better as you go <laughs> yeah. through yeah. this journey of what it's like to be one single zombie one person bitten by a zombie in their entire journey to death, basically. Yeah. And it's very, I don't know. You start off not realizing how funny it's going to become. Yeah. <laughs> and and the ending catches really
2: you funny. by surprise too.
0: Yes. Yes. And those little weird moments. Yeah. Like the, the sound going out when they have existential moments in the mirror. Yeah. And Gazing at himself. <laughs> it's really, I, I, it's like really I like this one a lot. Um, and it's one of the rare ones that manages to genuinely be funny and, it's not scary, but it's definitely horror. Like there's some, you know, nasty imagery. Very
1: gory, and it's funny because this one starts off with a terrible line of him speaking to his girlfriend and her <laughs> saying, "I wish you rode me as much as your bike or whatever." And <laughs> so, awful. like coming coming right off the back of VHS, you're just like, "Oh fuck, here we go again." Yeah. Like, yeah. It's um, which but makes it really, the comeback it,
2: that much stronger.
1: Yeah, it really quickly redeems itself.
0: Which I think I think was just in like, I think the way that line is played wrong. You know, there's a, lot, there's yeah, a way to yeah. do that line and you're like, okay, this is going to be funny. Yeah. But unfortunately it's played in a kind of like, no, I'm trying to be sexy with this. Yeah, like, it yeah, yeah. Work yeah. At all. yeah. Yeah, and then we go into... <laughs> Safe Haven. Safe Haven, a lot of people's, I know a lot of fans of the VHS franchise love this one a lot. Uh, it's from the creators of the Raid. I still really struggle with the Raid's drama elements, particularly in the Raid 2. I have the same problem here. I really struggle with all the drama. It feels very, very melodramatic soap opera stuff. But once we get to the crazy, it goes fucking crazy. And I'm all for horror that goes crazy. And I feel like, you know, Ali, you and I had a difference in opinions on like hereditary with this stuff. Like, I like it when you get to the end and you just go, no, we're going full out. We're just going to go fucking nuts. So I really enjoy the end of this. Even the goofy effects. I'm like, I'm all in for it because this is just dumb weirdness. And then we
2: go
1: to what? Slumber Party Alien Abduction.
2: This one's great.
0: A big high note for me, like the most, the only authentic one for me, and how it's shot, really in VHS two. And yeah, it's funny, it's fun, it's like super eight style, like Steven Spielberg style. Stranger Things now, I guess, which came afterwards. I really this one a whole bunch. So yeah, my feelings of VHS two, much like VHS one, very mixed bag. (laughs) Very Hmm. mixed bag. Uh, What about you two?
2: I like this one, especially which it could very the same way the last short in the first movie felt really good coming off of the other shorts. This one felt really good coming off of the first VHS. The bar was set pretty low <laughs> and I was just pleasantly surprised to have a diverse group of different stories, even if they weren't amazingly executed or if they weren't scary, the makeup looks bad, whatever. I was really refreshed to have like each short film be something totally different, tonally and writing. Yeah, I agree that the summer party alien one is a high a high note for me. That was definitely the most not the most fun. A ride in the park is the most fun, but I was pleasantly surprised to have more than one that I <laughs> admired in this movie.
1: yeah for me yeah i I really enjoyed this. I think you know it does lose a bit of the sort of found footage authenticity and sort of snuff film quality that the first. One very much had, but there, I think, I think there's with that. There's a bit more. Uh, there's better writing. There's a bit more like a sense of better kind of planning to it. And I do like the introduction to this sort of mythology and law that they're kind of introducing and having a more cohesive wrap around. Um, I really appreciated. In between out watching the last film and doing this wrap up, I watched. Uh, the two sinister films, and it's interesting how, with the mythology they're creating here, and the mythology in and and Sinister Two, how it they kind of echo each other a bit, and sort of echo back to the Ring as well, and how they're kind of building on like these sort of murder tapes and people watching them, and how it affects them, and kind of like the it's yeah it's interesting that there's an overlap like that. I think starting with Phase One clinical trials was the completely wrong choice for me because you know you do have the wraparound yes it it's found footage but it it's and it's more polished but it still has a a kind of a bit more authentic vibe and then you go into phase one and it's just far too like it's just not to my taste at all it's not sort of to my horror taste it's also just far too polished for the found footage that i like if it's very much for me like a precursor to what adam wingard did with Blair Witch, like, just so like.
0: Although to clarify, like you and I and people can go and listen to that show, but we were quite favourable to the Blair Witch, so we like where he oh, went. Oh yeah, with yeah, I footage. do
1: absolutely, absolutely. I do, yeah, we did like that film, but but you know, it just it just it feels very kind of orchestrated and and very very polished. But you know, saying that, once we sort of got into it, I really, I really enjoyed the shorts in this one. I I thought, you know, my my main issue with Safe Haven was, yeah, some of the melodramatic acting and just showing some of the goat demon man at the end <laughs> a little too much, but the action was Love really it. great. Um, I thought the actors, yeah, when they were kind of more, in, once the action picked up and they weren't playing the dramatic scenes were really good and the premise was really strong. What else do we have? Right in the park, I loved, like, I really, really loved this. It hit the right balance of, of kind of humour and and sort of zombie horror. I just, I thought, was really, really well paced. And then Slumber Party, yeah, like you guys, this was just such a strong, strong note to finish on. And by far, by far the most authentic and felt sort of very, very genuine to like kids of that age and, and interacting with older siblings and, you know, as well as having moments where maybe they could have held back showing the aliens, there were also some moments where the, when they did reveal them like the bit on the dock with the strobing light as it was like crawling forward, fucking cool. The bit underwater, fucking cool. So like, I love that. So overall, I really, really enjoyed this and it gave me sort of big hopes for the next one. <laughs> I really did because it was like, Oh, they're getting something now. Like the, the original idea I think is now starting to come together and it's like there could be, this could really go in an interesting direction.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's the problem is that you feel by the end of two that, okay, I don't love all of this still, but I feel like they're understanding where this franchise really needs to be. Whether, again, it's going into that cinematic fan footage rather than the authentic yeah. fan footage, but at least they're creating like a theme and a bit of a universe. So it gives you hope going into part three and they're getting shorter each time, which is, <laughs> is good because every fucking horror anthology is too long, in my opinion. VHS viral then the next year, 2014, it gets a 4.2 out of 10, the lowest score so far out of the three. Far shorter, far less pieces. It had only three shorts actually in it, not including the wraparound. But the wraparound is quite substantial in this one. And then there was an other short which was kicked out just before release and then kind of put back in after the end credits on Blu-rays and DVD. Which, again, we'll get to it, but (laughs) has no place to be a part of VHS. So this one, again, the intent... Is getting better, I think, each time with the wraparound, just in terms of if we want to make a cinematic entertaining movie. And the intent here is, is a completely decent idea. They're trying to talk about viral, which I think is a bad idea because it just, it's going to age very quickly. And sadly, they don't do it in a very intelligent way. But a basic level of it of like, okay, there's this like, ice cream truck that's now driving around LA and police are chasing it. And then things are going to happen tied to where it's at, essentially, because it's broadcasting out this signal. Fine. Let's go there. That sounds totally like, you know, genre fair and you could do some cool things with it. It's the wraparound, just really fucking messy, really badly put together. Really like the acting's not great. And I like this director, uh, some of his work. So, I mean, this was, I'm going to talk about him again a bit later. It was, that was a disappointment for me because I remembered it being an adrenaline, like in my head, I was like, oh yeah, they're chasing this truck. That must be fun. It's like got some energy to it. Whereas the other wraparounds have just been people sitting in a room, you know? Yeah, not the case and then we go into our three shorts of which our first one is Dante the Great, Dante the Great, which is essentially, <laughs> I mean, the yeah, wannabe Dante prestige Dante. It is. it's, it's a bit, it's like, it's a comic book movie. This is Chronicle yeah. sort of style essentially. And completely threw me for a loop yet again, like after VHS two and now this one, like they just keep throwing the first one at me. It was like, what are we in now? Like, what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> to the point and sort where you wonder if you're watching the right film.
1: More kind of mockumentary style found footage that then kind of breaks its own conventions <laughs> by the end when it goes into a big kind of fire Absolutely scene.
0: does. And I can see the entertainment factor in it. I don't find it that entertaining. I think it's too long for that. If it was like a very, very short short, I think you could. I do think just go watch, yeah? Korean Doctor Strange instead. I think they should have gone <laughs> full on funny. Just go full on funny and they don't. They try and play it as a serious horror thing as well. And that doesn't work for me. It what it feels like to me now that I've reflected on it is that this is a calling card for the director. This was them going like, "Look, give me something big and superhero-y in Hollywood because yeah, it's showing yeah. they can handle some effects like that, showing they can handle some moments like that." And it does it all fine. It's just again not to my tastes. This isn't something I really enjoy and I don't find the lead actor very enigmatic to be honest and then we moved into Parallel Monsters Parallel Monsters from the director of Time Crimes I I like this director quite a lot it definitely has a different flavor to it it's definitely got a little bit more of a mature flavor to it which I appreciate and it's got a very simple Twilight Zone idea to it to do with this person creating a portal into another universe and it looks like a mirror universe but actually it's all fucked up with sort of satanic worship or whatever it goes fucking bananas by the end there are monster penises monster vaginas like all the crazy shit and yeah, it's one of those ones where it's like if I saw that on the Late Night Twilight Zone or saw that just as, you know, a short on something, I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I wouldn't be like, that was amazing. Yeah. But I, I enjoy it. And it definitely starts to make me go, okay, where are we going next? And then we go to Bone Storm, which is, of course, from Benson and Moorhead. And this one, again, this is the one that's the authentic one <laughs> from the film where it feels like actual found footage. You got some great skaters who you know, are traveling to this ditch to do some tricks and then they basically run into voodoo witchcraft. I don't even know what's really happening. <laughs> yeah. um, and they get attacked and then they turn into like skeletons and then there's a big sort of beast thing in the last few seconds and then all goes crazy. Well, we'll get when we're into ranking stuff. But like I enjoy this one a lot and it's definitely like the right way to... Uh, I'm glad at least we ended, you know, on one where it's like, okay, this has some energy and it's got some fun to it. I'm enjoying like these characters and what's happening on screen before we then go into the wrap up in the wraparound. Where again, they do, you know, they try and finish it out properly. I think the intention's great, but just falls on its face. Then it ends and credits run and then gorgeous Vortex comes in, which if you want to really hear opinions tonight, you can go back and listen to the podcast. I still really... Love it as a short um, visually, um, but in, in in place with VHS, it has no no place here whatsoever. So I think it should be disregarded.
1: Yeah, for me, you know, I I really disliked this film, and I think because of of just how it, it started with with the wrap around vicious circles, it just from the get go for me it didn't. There was nothing about it that felt like found footage. I just couldn't connect with the characters. I didn't like the writing. And again, like you said al i I appreciated the intent and what was trying to they were trying to do, but it was just such a big kind of left a bad taste in my mouth that I was just like, oh, I don't and i just I felt then I really dragged through this whole whole movie, stepping back from it now, what I do appreciate, and I think I did say this in the the end of that episode was that I do appreciate that they did bring in new creators for this film, and that everyone just really was bold with all their ideas they're all so different from each other you know yes you can argue of what's really found footage what isn't blah blah blah. but everyone just fucking just threw something out that was crazy and different and and bold and i can really respect that even if i don't necessarily like them or had issues with some of them i definitely can respect that so for me out of all of them my favorite was probably parallel monsters just because it was so insane it just had a weird unsettling kind of flavor and vibe that sort of hadn't come up before and then to just have those cra- crazy monster dicks and vaginas it was insane it was insane and it just sort of it was crazy um bone storm yes I, I appreciated it as well for the fact that it did feel the most authentic and most like a, a true sort of found footage film the lead guys were great just to whether they were improvising or not it was just a real natural kind of riffing between them which was awesome but as far as the the narrative and the story it it just wasn't to to my sort of taste, um and that that was my only issue with it but i did i did again appreciate it so i i, I can appreciate the efforts and the the creativity but i didn't think overall it was, it was very good
2: i'm in the same boat After watching all three of these, it does become more clear how much the thread can impact your thoughts on the whole movie. Just because I think Al mentioned this and when we were reviewing this film, the shorts, when you talk about the shorts themselves, there were a good amount. Granted, there's only three, but even if there's two of the three that we really, really liked, and then you still leave watching this movie having a bad taste in your mouth is really interesting. I agree the thread sucks which it sucks even more that it sounds cool on paper. Like the idea sounds like it could <laughs> yeah. be really fun. As soon as you get that girl in, she's a terrible actress. And the more... Even at the beginning, after realizing how terrible she is of an actress, I was still somewhat excited for the idea. But the more they dive deeper into the story that they've written, the more it falls apart. So it's it's pretty disappointing, <laughs> which we'll get to it when we go to review the three films, but
1: yeah. And then you don't forget that. Uh, I just remembered the racial stereotyping of the barbecue yeah, that party.
2: <laughs> that, yeah. No, that's it's the awful. I can't forget. Like, that's that, what's like the longer like, you happening? let them go on, the more power and time you give them, the worse it is. So yeah, the thread's definitely pretty disappointing. Dante the great. I think I like this more than you two do. I definitely agree. It's not agree. executed. <laughs> you agree. It's not executed in a great way, but I really like the idea. Um, maybe I just haven't seen enough comic book movies for this to annoy me, as you have. I do think they need to find their tone. Either go full horror and get some more talented people to like pull that off, or go full humor. But I really like the idea. This is w- the one from this movie that I would be most excited to see like somebody redo or to share with somebody to talk about. That doesn't mean I like it the most, but it's the idea that I found the most interesting.
0: Go watch Chronicle.
2: Okay, I will. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Uh, Parallel Monsters, I thought was super sleek and really well done. I think it's a great idea. I did leave wanting to know more about the world. They, didn't, they don't really give you any backstory or explanation, which they show you a few things that, Again, with short films, you don't have time to explain everything, and I think we discussed this that if you try to feed us too much information, it will I can almost guarantee you it'll be worse if you do uh but they do
1: have wanted to see them eat the meat bag.
2: That's the one that I wanted to at least see whatever they were about to do get started. It can get interrupted, but I wanted them to at least start whatever ritual dum, dum, dum. was about to happen.
0: You got to see a man being eaten by a belly vagina. So yeah, I'm sure enough. Arguably we saw too much.
2: <laughs> I, I'm with Al when he said that if that were him in that world, and I agree, if it were me, I would definitely say, I actually just want to watch tonight and just like, let them get started. Just to, why else are you in that world? That would have been a fun if twist. Like, yeah, I'm
0: into this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you might want to stay. So yeah, parallel monsters was really fun. Uh, Bone Storm is absolutely the most authentic. Reminds me a lot of the Alien one from Alien the previous abduction. movie. Yeah, Summer Party Alien Abduction. Just in that the kids' banter is half the fun. Yeah. And the kids that they got really pull it off. They're really fun to watch. Gorgeous Vortex. I oh, did not... I forgot about mentioning Yeah, that. Alex forgot to talk about Gorgeous Vortex. I agree with Al that it has no place in VHS I disagree with Al in that I don't like it as a short. I think it's just really overly pretentious and I would not watch it again. (laughs)
0: Look at my bookshelves behind me. (laughs) I I, I just want to say, I I didn't want to, I misspoke. Like, I don't think it's a good short at all. Like, I think it's a good mood piece, which is a very different thing.
2: It's a perfume Um, ad. That's what it feels like.
0: Yeah, sure. And I have no problem. Like there are many adverts that I just think are beautiful and I just want to like watch again and again because I like the music and I like the visuals, you know, that's just yeah. It's, a, same, a, with it's a, videos, same with music videos.
1: It's a very accomplished fashion film.
0: Mm-hmm. Which it, that's exactly what it was pitched for. It was pitched to be a yeah. horror fashion film. And I'll be honest, if most fashion films had dark crystal monsters in them and were shot that well, I would fucking love fashion
3: films. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: All right. Those are our rough feelings on the three films. Now we're going to get into my favorite game, which sadly is going to be so fucking short because it's three fucking films. We're on Tomatoes Game. If you're new to us, the way we play this is what I've been saying the IMDb scores as we've gone through. If you don't know, IMDb scores are dictated by the monsters that are the public. And they will... (laughs) (laughs) They all go on there and decide what... Yeah, uh, everyone is listening. You can go and affect the INDB scores and ruin people's careers. Rotten Tomatoes ruins people's careers in different ways. They have special weird algorithms. We've got the Rotten Tomatoes. I don't want to shock you, Ali, but there's a man in your house.
2: There is a man behind me.
0: (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes has critic score and Rotten Tomatoes has an audience score. And whenever we get to the wrap-up, I like to say one of those and have you two guess (laughs) is... The other one going to be higher or lower. And if you get within 10% of the actual score, you get a second point that I'm just giving away for free because we've got literally nothing to lose. What can we get a... with the
2: points, Al? Uh,
0: we'll tell you. Uh, uh, yes. So <laughs> we're going to start. I'm <laughs> um, side, try and decide which way around to do this one. I'm going to give you the option. Would you like to start with the critics or the audience? Who do you like?
2: Critics. All right. Critics.
0: VHS 1, Rotten Tomatoes critics gave that movie 58%. 58%. Did the public think it was better or worse? Were they higher or lower? Give a score, 10%, close enough, and you will get a second point.
2: We, well, we, we either say higher or lower and give a score?
0: I mean, you've got nothing to lose by giving an actual score because if you're within 10%, you get a free point.
1: Critics gave it 58%. Interesting.
2: That's exactly what IMDb gave it, right? Didn't you say 5.8?
0: Yeah, well, good memory. Which, if you remember correctly, IMDb done by audience. So very strange. Yeah, But I'm I'm actually
1: going to say lower. Lower from Alex? 54%. Oh, he's hedging his bets.
2: I will say 49%.
0: I think it's apparent that I don't know what hedging your bets means. <laughs> Alex, <Ali's> percent. <got 49%. laughs> Sounds like something you say. You're both correct and get one point, in that it is indeed lower from the audience. They were less favorable towards the first VHS. However, it was actually 41 percent. 41 percent. So only ali is within a 10 percent margin, gets a second point. VHS2, then. Ron Tomato's critics. Liked this film quite a bit more than the original VHS. They gave it a 70%.
1: Wow. Wow. Meaty
0: score. I know. Your, uh, your sounds of impressment
2: That's high. are correct. Wow.
1: But
0: wow. what did the audience think? Did they like it even more or did they like it less?
2: 70 feels high.
1: Time 70 hedge, feels super high. Time to hedge those bets. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to go That's lower. It's very again.
2: surprising. If we. Yes. Yeah, Go ahead. I'm going
1: to say sixty-four percent.
0: Yeah, you are sixty-four from Alex. Less than the critics. What well, about the Ali? first one was. She's th- an audience member. Th-
2: I'm an audience. The first one was f- forty-one from the audience. I do
0: not repeat anything. Great. Just ever in life as a general rule. <laughs> it's very useful when you're you know making a movie with people.
2: <laughs> S- I will say sixty percent.
0: 60% from Ali. What did you say again, Alex? Sorry. 64. 64%. Well, you're both correct in that it was indeed lower. So that's another little point on the rack. The audience gave it 51%.
2: Damn.
0: 50%. Quite a lot lower. 70s high. I agree. We're getting into the last round already. Well, are these critics. Yeah. Already. <laughs> With VHS, you should have heard some of the ones for Road Pursuit slash. Slashers, my last series. That was a hoot. (laughs) Some of the (laughs) things they gave, let me tell you. There was a twist at the end of that one, so it worked out nicely. VHS Viral, critics gave it 34%. Their lowest yet, 34%. But what about them audience members? What did they think? Those genre fans who came over to Rotten Tomatoes, clicked on that button, decided what to vote? Do they want How it to be it? A, a nice little? I'm talking about tomatoes, Alex. Don't interrupt. Do they enter want it Robert to be it. a green splat? <laughs> actually, that's just the critics, isn't it? Like critics is like green splat or the and fresh tomato get, Yeah, popcorn, and certified right? popcorn spilled over. Just with they don't even care. No. Like, I don't. I'm not even. This film's so bad.
2: I don't no. even want to eat my popcorn.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
2: I mean, and, and that must be punished. I disagree. I think the worse it is, you should at least give yourself something good. So eat the popcorn. I agree. Get and what is wrong Ron so
0: experience? about just punishing food.
1: <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> it's not the food's fault.
2: <laughs> food I'm going to say higher
0: Alex is going higher. Higher
2: than
1: For, 34% 40, 40 I'm going
2: to say 42%. 42%. I'm going to go lower again. And say, 31.
0: 30, oh, wow. Is that hedging your bets? <laughs> Nobody knows. I don't know what that um, means. <laughs> one of you is correct, and one of you isn't. <laughs> which has to be true, because unless they were exactly at 34% also, which is possible. Bet on that zero if you're playing roulette. Well, at the moment, Ali's 3-2 to two with Alex. Alex needs these two points. You're not going to get them, buddy. They were, <laughs> yeah. in fact, lower. Ali gets a point for that. What did you say it was, Ali? 31? 31. 14%. 31.
2: <laughs> <Wow>. Holy shit.
1: <laughs> I thought there'd be a twist ending. Apparently not.
2: So the audience disagrees a lot with the critics on this. I think it's a lot lower throughout well, the honest, whole I franchise. Of,
0: at first it shocked me because I think of, you know, the I was thinking, well, the genre audience who I know love a lot of these directors and enjoy a lot of these films. But then I was like, yeah, but also these films are going to be voted on pretty much entirely by genre critics. And a lot of the people I know who like these films are genre fans, but they also might be critics. And then I was like, yeah, it makes kind of sense. I feel like from what I know of people with these movies, the, the critic vote is more in line with where people seem to be at. Whereas I feel the audience might also just be general public people who happen to come to Ron Tomatoes to vote for it, you know, rather than genre fans. But I don't know. I don't know. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Interesting that the audience thought lower than the critics on every single one. Yeah. Of these movies.
2: And by that much on the last one. I can't believe the second one is 70 percent.
0: You have, have to, to, to because that's it's what it a is. fact. Uh, <laughs> I refuse to believe it.
2: <laughs> Show me.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not hard.
2: That's true. Uh, I'm Allie. on a computer. I could do it.
0: Ali gets four out of two Alex you were obliterated but don't worry because there might be a secret quiz coming up which the more I talk about it the less secret it becomes but before we get there Alex always
2: does better on quizzes than I do we'll see
0: we'll see we will see before we get there we need to talk about the movie's universe then what happened around it were the comic books were the video games were the you know sex
1: toys no to the latter you mean there weren't parallel (laughs) monster sex toys oh that is surprising
2: missed opportunity
1: I'm going to send an email to somebody.
0: There should be (laughs) someone. And it's going to be the president of America.
2: (laughs) He's doing nothing else of value right now. So, I mean, he's clearly
0: just mostly on Twitter. So, why not get on (laughs) sex toys for parallel monsters? All right. No, there's nothing to talk about here. So, let's move along. There are no comics, which surprised me. I thought there'd be some comics. Nothing I could find. If anyone knows anything, please let us know. But I can find any comics, no video game stuff for sure. However, there are some spin off things. So there are actually two spin off things, and one of them I don't know if you know about it. The main one we've mentioned before, there's actually a feature film tied into VHS, which is called Siren. And this movie was spinoff off of the character from amateur night from the first proper short in the first vhs it deals Insocubus. with succubus
2: i like you lady yeah bat lady
1: <laughs> did you notice they put that in the trailer right at the end <laughs> did they? Yeah. it's like, like siren you. and then just over the title
2: i like you yeah they
1: do <laughs> we That's
2: should good. have had al vote on our on our own titles but so you would have oh. three title options. The, the title they came up with, Alex's title, and my title. And you'd have to vote on which one you think it should be.
0: I'll be honest. That became my favorite thing of doing this franchise. <laughs> Both of your titles. <laughs> and I encourage people to go back to it listen to them. I wish there was a way we could do that with more shows. Uh, this was directed by Greg Bishop. Now, we've just talked about this, man, because he did Dante the Great for VHS Viral. Um, he's also done Dance of the Dead, which I used to, I like that movie quite a bit. Mm, that's about it he's now doing a film called The Sisters of Samhain <laughs>
1: that is it that's, I'm not but it is that's literally it he
0: did a film before that called The Other Side other than that he's done a short and that's it so mixed feelings for me with this man's work I like Dance of the Dead I didn't like Dante the Great very much how am I going to feel about Siren I suddenly realized shit I hadn't watched this at two o'clock last night <laughs> so I stayed up till four in the morning watching this movie oh just so God. I could talk about it now in one sentence here not it comes
2: not worth it <laughs> Is that the sentence you were about to say?
0: <laughs> yeah. Look, the trailer looks really bad, so I was kind of a little friend. And it's a, it's bad. It's a bad movie. But I mean, I've seen a lot worse. I could say that. It's just kind of weird how they use it. It actually has Dante the Great. He's in it. He's he as plays as Dante, this man. or
2: just that actor?
0: No, just as that actor. Oh, that's, oh, that's,
1: if he that's was too in bad. it as Dante the Great, <laughs> that would have been That'd be really good. <laughs> So, <laughs> so They
0: should have done that, because this came out afterwards. This was twenty fourteen. So like two years after viral. So yeah, they absolutely could have melded those universes. Yeah, she comes back again. It's very strange because she's very different. Like very different vibe. Very different feel to how they're doing it all. It's she looks even more like Splice, which is a strange decision to go with. But essentially it's about this guy, Dante the Great, but not Dante the Great, who <laughs> He Kidnaps her. He like uh, they go to somewhere where like I think someone's they've summoned her, and they take her away and like entrap her essentially, and then put her this stag do uh, going on a party, and they go to this shitty strip club, and then they meet someone that's like I can take you to a really you know underground place, and they go to this bar which has a lot more illicit weird stuff going on, a lot of like people getting whipped until they're bleeding on stage and just strange things, and then they go to all these back rooms, and he's like I can make anything happen. What do you want to happen? And he's like, it well, he doesn't
2: like
0: have Dante sex. sounds like Dante the Great. Yeah. I mean, sounds i Sounds mean, like For Dawn. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Which I wish it was because fuck me. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do it? You said we could do For Dust Dawn. Why don't we do that, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> what a movie. Um, Why did we do that? <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. And basically, they meet, like the stag meets her. She has this weird thing where she sings now because she's a siren. And when she sings... I think it gives you like the emotions and visions of every great sexual experience you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> There's this is a really embarrassing shot, which isn't meant to be embarrassing, where the stag is like, his face is pressed against the glass and she's on the other side of the glass. And I think he's like orgasming <laughs> as he's having these visions of all the women he's had sex with. Which I did think during it, I was like, this is a genius. Like if you want lots of boobs in your film, this is genius because this is legitimately tied into the narrative very well. And it, did, it felt not out of place. But then he feels sorry for her. So he, they set her free. And then, of course, you find out, like, no, there's a reason she was locked up. That's not us being mean to a woman. It's, she is this monster, essentially. And then stuff happens and people die. And, and they run around in the woods for a bit. There's an all right bit in the diner where the sound goes out and it's vaguely effective. I don't know. It was set over one night. I think it could have been great. Like, I think it's actually like, this could be cool, <laughs> but it's just like, it's very straight to DVD sort of yeah, stuff. It's just very strange because unlike you two, I liked her in the first amateur night and she doesn't seem to be giving much
1: here. Well, thank you for watching that for us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if I had been awake you know at 2am when you <laughs> sent that text, I would have said, don't watch it. It's okay.
1: If we, if, if we had been together, I would have watched it with you. <laughs>
2: That's fair. That would be more fun.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And I also promised I was going to watch a whole bunch of other rewatch anthology movies. I didn't get the time to, but we'll get to some history of anthology in a second. There's another spinoff, though. I don't know if you both know this, you fuckers, but there's something else that I had to. (laughs) And this one, legitimately more painful. More painful. Not because they were bad necessarily, but the way to do it. I don't know if you know about this, but there has been more VHS content since vhs viral
1: no way
2: more gorgeous i'm telling vortex. you
0: it's been documented on the interweb alex you, it's difficult to dispute <laughs> and i and i tried to because i was like i don't want to do it <laughs> but I mean, no you the more boss. i tried to dispute it the more it was right there in my face defying <laughs> all all desire for reality i'm gonna say a word now which i've never had to say on this show before and i wish i didn't have to snapchat
1: oh god <laughs> did you say snatch hat that's
0: <laughs> 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 that's the attire <that's> the <laughs> to parallel monsters universe snapchat <laughs> tv
2: did they do this
0: snapchat originals
2: or whatever they're called
0: debut uh yes they did <laughs> some vhs shorts through snapchat originals and when i oh, found this I out I, I was like surely someone's put this up on youtube or something no of course not it's all locked into snapchat guess what Al i fucking hate snapchat. A
2: snapchat i
0: had to so last night i have to like oh uh, now i'm going fucking snapchat so i had to like sign up for snapchat and of course it's me so then i like spend half an hour creating an avatar <laughs> at fucking whatever ridiculous hour in the morning and then I'm into the nightmare because I've been to Snapchat once before many years ago and I tried it out and I was like, this is a nightmare. Everything's counterclockwise. You have to swipe in directions that don't make sense. Things disappear when I don't want them to disappear. Drove me absolutely insane. And I was back in it with a bleary head when you're all tired. And It's like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know how to find this fucking content. And I had to like Google multiple times how to find Snapchat originals in Snapchat, which eventually I found it and then I couldn't. I've, i like because then you start searching for vhs and like i'm just new to snapchat i'm telling you i've done many things for this p- show over the years that have taken effort and emotional resonance from me this was the worst <laughs> wading into the muddy waters of snapchat and trying to figure out this nightmare of fucking three in the morning was like i never want to do that again i did find them i watched them here is my report card Stray Dog, director, obviously these are all just a few minutes long, directed by Gustavo Cooper, written by Ben Powell. This is a bunch of girls who are hanging out at home, having like a slumber party, they're watching Night of the Living Dead. I say girls, they're like, I don't know, I think they're meant to be 16 or something. I don't know.
1: Wait, and uh, so these are all created as if they've these been are done, f- like as if, as if as they're actual Snapchat Snapchats? Video?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're all okay. vertically framed. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And to be honest, the idea is that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Let's do found footage stuff through Snapchat. That makes sense. Yeah. So no, they're watching Night of the Living Dead because everybody watches Night of the Living Dead because you don't have to uh, pay any royalty fees because <laughs> you can use that wherever you like. You can remake that however you like. They hear something at the window. It's a dog. His eyes start glowing, but only one of them notices that. So you're oh, probably just nothing. So then they're washing him. You get lots of little... And if it's done, yeah, like sort of Snapchat, like you get little bits of feeds. But now we're doing this. Now. I presume like Snapchat. I don't know what Snapchat is. Mm. for me this is like watching someone's insta stories or something mm. is that basically snapchat
2: yeah
0: sure whatever they watch <laughs> him then he kind of like possesses one of the girls who's then like standing in the bathtub they keep finding her like standing at windows she drinks a lot of milk <laughs> 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 and then she just attacks them with glowing eyes and they scream and then the camera gets all staticky and then it says vhs and that's it done that
1: was the score one.
0: out of 10 I would give it a milk carton <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Next up And they're just going to bleed into each other So if you're on Snapchat originals And if you are You could be doing literally anything else with your life uh, Then you're going to go from Stray Dog Straight into The Nest This is directed by Ben Franklin uh, I presume the Ben Franklin And Anthony <laughs> you Melton You know the
2: one The,
1: the one E-mo. that's on the
0: money <laughs> Yeah I presume so I have nothing to dispute it <laughs> This is an Australian lady who's following her brother into the woods, uh, who's with a girl. She's like, it's not his girlfriend. Uh, And then she kind of loses them in the woods and comes across a weird altar. Then it gets pretty dark pretty quickly. I mean, literally dark, not emotionally. She finds lanterns and a hut when she goes in there and then she finds her brothers all tied up and bleeding with the woman who says, they made me do it. And then the room, which has all these branches hanging down, suddenly starts making noises. And it's kind of cool for a minute here. It kind of feels like the Blair Witch remake. Then these hands come down from the branches and grab him and pull him up. She then we then like run in the woods, very blur witchy. And we get then she turns around and yeah, and we see these sort of like weird, organic war of the world tripods, but much smaller, walking through the woods with these sort of like beams of light, scanning and trying to find them. Um, and it actually looks all right. And then she realizes that the other woman she was with has glowing skin and then they're like, yeah, but they're going to release me if I bring them one more and then the creatures start chasing us and then we get gone. That's it. The first half's really bad. Once the creatures are there, it's actually all right. It's just very hard in these like few minutes to have an arc that I can really give a shit about, you know, because they've got to like jump into the spooky so quickly. And obviously the point of horror is building tension. So tough and uh, then we've got rear view window this is also directed by gustavo cooper and ben powell who did the stray dog one and when where the girl is left in her i think a teenager who's left in her mum's car she's observing the car park this one feels the most authentic to snapchat which i really liked Or my idea of snapchat in my head <laughs> which is her like sending out these little things she's like looking out from the perspective of inside a car she's seeing like people pushing a trolley and people doing it running with their shopping and then she's putting emojis over them like there's one guy running with two bags and she puts like a little poop emoji over him because he looks like he's in a hurry and then she does running commentary of like oh no i really need the toilet gotta go gotta go and she just does like a little commentary like you'd imagine someone doing you know and it actually feels authentic and kind of funny and like okay this is cool i'm engaged with this character more than the other ones and then she sees a woman get stuffed in the back of a van in broad daylight by the way in this car park where everyone would see it but apparently only she sees it (laughs) and then the man who's putting her in sees that we've seen it happen and turns to look at us. And then she like hides and goes like, oh my God, oh my God. And she keeps talking, like her reaction to it is so bizarre. Like it just didn't make any sense. And then she keeps going, no, it's all in my head. It's just my head. I didn't really see that. And then there's some lines about her mother's gone in to get her medication. And then whenever she looks back again, the guy's like a little closer, doesn't look scary.
2: How slow is he walking?
0: <laughs> he just, he's not, he's teleporting. And her the mother's suddenly back in the car and she's like, don't worry, dear, I've got you medication. And then she looks and sees her mother's become like the man inside the car, and then it ends. And it's one of those things where you're just like, I guess, I mean, this could have been cool if you had more time and to Sounds tell you the story. But, yeah. Uh, then we've got the last one, which is First Kiss. This is directed by Emily Haggins, written and directed by her. This one, though, is bewildering, because it's just shot like a regular movie. This is not found footage in any way oh one of those people eh <laughs> um it's just a boy and a girl at a party who are apparently about to have the first kiss even though they both look uh, 22 or something um <laughs> no shaming all like no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, okay. all right.
1: i mean <laughs> they don't I had my first kiss on my wedding day
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh we haven't kissed yet alex so your first kiss is still to come <laughs> <laughs> uh they um they do not look like people who haven't done many things <laughs> before but they're acting all sort of shy and bashful like oh when oh, they're in this room all this party's going on it's definitely played a little bit for laughs and it's all right to be honest there's a little tiny tiny short but then he starts seeing someone watching them from a cupboard some spooky things happening and really it goes nowhere they're like they're going to kiss and then he like goes investigating and he keeps getting freaked out and then they go to kiss and he realizes he's kissing the spooky woman and the girl he was going to kiss is somewhere else. And it's just kind of like, meh. Uh, but also it's not found footage. It's just like, what even is this? Like, I don't even understand what's happening.
1: Oh, God.
0: Uh, VHS, there you go. There's a Snapchat original. So if you have to watch any of them, I'd say rear view window and the end of the nest if you really like Blair Witch stuff, I guess.
1: Um, again, thank you, Al, for watching these. I mean, I can do anything with my life.
2: You're keeping Snapchat now, right?
0: I mean, It
1: exists. Are you going to drop go those films into your final rankings?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. But I did find that surprising though. Again, I think it makes sense. I think the idea of doing something like that on Snapchat is a great idea other than the fact that we need temp, like time and tension build. So doing them like that quick is very tough for horror, I find. But it is interesting that that was Halloween 2018 that those led into one a day from October the 28th to the Halloween. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago and four years after VHS viral. So... You know, it's oh. still on people's minds that maybe VHS will do something else.
1: Did each of them end with the VHS
0: They all end with a, with a different type of the VHS logo. like the shattered right. glass one, I think. But yes. Hmm. Right. I encourage you all. I've, I went on Snapchat and said, here are your friends on Snapchat. You're all on there. I know you fucking I deleted Snapchat my account.
1: account. <laughs> I didn't uh, have Snapchat.
2: I mean, I think my oh. account still exists if I tried to sign back in. But I deleted the app.
0: I can tell you it does because it went through and I found basically everybody I know has at some point had a Snapchat account and it's all still there.
2: You have been on mine many years ago.
0: Uh, Yeah, I had one a long time ago just to try it out. Did not care for it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) None of us did.
0: There you go. Yeah.
2: All right. For yours, not for ours.
0: Thank you. Thanks anthology movies again i wanted to talk more about these but it's kind of hard because we're talking about anthology and found footage and i feel personally the vhs films for me rely more in the vh in the found footage genre than the anthology genre it just happens to be that they're an assembly of you know of shorter found footage films but the found footage thing is the thing that sets it apart because we haven't had that before but if we're going to talk very broadly about anthology movies i just want to name some of them in order as they like came out so we can have a little look i've seen a whole bunch of these i haven't had the time to go back and rewatch them i apologize um i failed with that or it didn't fail depending on how you think living your life works really the first proper sort of film was dead of night in 1945 you had Kaidan in 1964 which is japanese released on criterion now i believe it's like a very classic one in the House of Dripped Blood in 1971, and then we're going to ones people would really recognize, like Tales from the Crypt in 1972. We've got the Creepshow Trilogy, which was Stephen King and George Romero, and those are big ones, which I don't like them. I think they're the first ones I saw. 1982, 1987, and 2006 for Creepshow 3. There was a Twilight Zone movie that came out in 1983. There was Cat's Eye in 1985. I've never seen that, and I know some people like it. Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, in 1990, which is another version of a Twilight Zone sort of thing. Then you've got Body Bags, which is a big one in 1993. That's actually got directed by John Carpenter. It's directed by Toby Hooper. It's got cameos from Wes Craven, Roger Corman, and Sam Raimi in there. There's a lot of horror stalwarts in Body Bags. Again, I've seen it a long time ago. Didn't care for it. <laughs> Tales from the Hood, 1995, seen it, didn't care for it. Campfire Tales in 1997. Then we got some, I believe, I think they're Japanese or maybe they're Korean, I'm forgetting. Three Extremes from 2002 and 2004, there were a couple of those movies. These had some cool moments in them. Very different vibe, obviously, when you're getting out of the American anthology movies. Uh, Hood of Horror in 2006, the first one I saw in a cinema. I remember seeing this at Fright Fest. I really hated it. <laughs> this is snoop Dogg's one Uh, i know a lot of people enjoy it not for me trick or treat this is a big one that people love i saw this also at fright fest this came out in 2008 a lot of people love this one this one's kind of weird because it's let me just double check this but i believe it's all directed by the same uh, people it's just different interweaving like stories so i don't really count it but i know most people do because the stories yeah it's all directed by michael doherty I don't, for me, a true anthology, each section should be directed by someone different. Or you should at least have a collection of creators. Yeah. How do yeah. you both feel? Yeah. 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 Uh, when you have a film that's just got different sections, it's like, is Magnolia an anthology movie? Hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know? No.
3: Interesting. I
0: disagree. Fears of the Dark in 2008 is an interesting one because it's actually, uh, I think, the first ever horror anthology that's animated. And there's some cool things going on now. Now it's worth checking out. The ABCs of Death then started coming out. There's one in 2012, one in 2014. They're so short, these ones. There are moments of decent stuff, but like I struggle just because, again, it's so short and I don't jive very well with horror that's that short. Then, of course, the VHS. They all came out in quick succession. And then we're into the ones post-VHS, like Southbound, which, again, is one I meant to revisit. I have seen it before. I remember not hating it. There were moments in there that I quite liked, and I'm sad I don't get to talk about them again now. But this is by some of the creators of VHS. It's not found footage, though, but worth checking out. Yeah, Ghost Stories in 2017, which was a big British release, which came out in America quite a while later. So people are still kind of talking about it. And this is with, like, Andy Nyman and Martin Freeman and Paul Mm -hmm. Whitehouse and, like, a a bunch of big people from the UK.
2: My sister's Uh, been talking about this, and she keeps saying, it's the one that Al talked about at his festival. I was like, oh, the one, well, the one horror movie that Al <laughs> talked about.
0: I might normally talk about a ghost story rather than ghost stories. Well, that's, I
2: even said, are you sure it was ghost stories and not a ghost story? And she was like, no, I know what that one is. It's a different one. It's like, okay.
0: I mean, I might have brought
2: incorrect.
1: it up.
0: Yeah, I might have brought it up. I didn't really, I didn't really care for it. It might surprise you well I don't know so if she it's definitely, watched it or not. It's definitely well made. And there are some cool moments in there. But it it was a disappointment. I had heard it was going to be so fucking good. And I was like, fine. Uh, We'll see. Then we got XX, which is one that came out in 2017. And this is quite an important one because it's the first one where it's full. It's only females who who were involved with this horror anthology. So I do think it's a useful one, whether you like it or not. It's an interesting one to watch, an important one. And then more recently, we had The Field Guide to Evil. Now, this one again i wish i'd had the chance to go back to these because i don't remember the particulars i just remember these sort of hazy memories but this one was good it came out in 2018 so it's pretty recent and this is uh, from like the produ- the people who made like goodnight mummy and just did the lodge and a bunch of like european directors and stuff got together to do this and it has some cool moments there's also some really weird and silly moments in there but it's definitely got a slightly different vibe and i recommend it it's got a good production value going on and then the last one I want to mention is 2019, which is Scare Package. And I saw this at Fright First Halloween last year. I've mentioned it once before. I had like, again, I went into this of like, oh, you're watching like seven movies or whatever in a row on Halloween there. And it was like, well, is this is going to be the horror anthology one. I'm going to hate it because I hate horror anthology. I had a ball with this one. Um, it's, it's quite cheap. It's very silly. But it, like, hit my funny bone. Again, definitely better to watch in a group of horror fans, you know. Way too long, it might surprise you to know. (laughs) How long, long. five hours? It's about two days long. (laughs) Fuck, Um,
1: hell, that is long.
0: (laughs) And uh, it is coming to Shudder, for people who have Shudder, on June the 18th. So you're going to be able to see it a month after we're recording now. And I do recommend people, if you're into horror anthologies, that's one to check out. At least the beginning of if you get to a short you don't
1: like then fast forward free that short maybe i don't know
0: it's very silly it's very silly humor but i, I
1: don't know I, I get the impression you're not into horror anthologies Weird.
2: <laughs> i feel like i've heard of that once maybe on this podcast
0: i mean i just don't like short films even so for the most part obviously they are exceptions
1: anyway there you go gorgeous vortex <laughs> There's a, um,
0: that is definitely an exception. There is some stuff to do with things that had something to do with the series that this is all pivoting around. We are now going to get into our rankings.
1: No! Secret quiz! Oh, what a trickster. Yay! You didn't know it was going to happen. What a little trickster. So I'm going to be honest.
0: We normally like to have 10 questions. Couldn't we come have, up. I we couldn't have find one. 10 questions?
3: <laughs> <laughs> there's,
0: there's very little trivia on the vhs series so there's very little for me to pull from and yeah i had to like you know get creative with some of these so you got eight i feel that's enough though that's right? pretty good thank you appreciate it. I'm impressed. allie won the uh the rotten tomatoes quiz can alex win this one can he redeem his pride he will we'll see
2: wait so we he need do we see. need a blank piece of paper
0: You're going to need a blank piece of paper. Each of you, you're going to take in turns for who goes first. Only the person who's going second has to write it down because obviously you just have to prove that you had that idea. I see. Before the other person's used their words. So we're going to start with Alex going first, then Ali. It's going to be a rally back and forth, much like the epic game of tennis.
3: (laughs) Which people can't watch right now. So
1: I don't have to write it down or I do have to write it down?
0: Only the second person. So, for your first one, you don't need to because you're going to speak first. So, you're putting all your cards on the table, Alex. Okay, so straight, I will. Straight. Write it you're, down. you're hedging your bets from the get go. Okay. So, it's very right. important. I'm gonna, I'm, I might write it down just to you know, just confirm fun. my thoughts. Fun. Okay, I don't have the order of this perfectly done. We're going to obviously start a little bit easy and then maybe get a little <laughs> What's harder.
1: What's the movie called? <laughs>
0: How many letters? Which movie? That's a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're going to go, yeah, almost that easy. What was the original title for VHS2? What was the original title for VHS2? These are all things we've covered that we've talked about in the show. I've said these words and getting perplexed looks from my co hosts. If you want to join us in future ah. shows, go on Instagram.
1: What was the title of VHS2? I mean, that's literally the question that I just posed. To you. <laughs> yep, that wasn't my answer. If
2: you're saying this is the easy one, I'm a little concerned. I thought for it was the
0: easy one, but if you here's the here's the here's the thing, Allie, with questions, you What's either know the answers you. or you don't. Okay, if I was you gonna know say the answer, different. it's very easy. If you don't know the answer, questions are hard. Yeah. So this one is just one that I presuppose that you both knew the answer to. I'm gonna. I can see now from your faces I was incorrect.
1: Yeah. Okay. I've got, a, I've got an answer.
0: Okay. I'm excited for that answer. We're going to wait for Allie to write down, though, so she's not a thieving little trickster.
2: All right. I'm done.
0: All right. Alex, bring it.
1: DVD. It's
0: called DVD, the original. What was it going to be called, Allie? She written down something. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to quote John Mullaney. He has a bit where he talks about how being in school, I don't know, should be an acceptable answer. Because that's (laughs) true. I don't know.
0: I mean, I said it a lot in school. (laughs) But I also got given in both my schools. I was given the highest amount of detentions (laughs) that in the history of the schools. I mean, that's a record, badass. I know, just a rebel. No, you're both weirdly incorrect. It was called (laughs) SVHS. 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 True with the history of VHS. Okay, let's go easier then for you both, <laughs> since
2: apparently... What was the name of VHS? <laughs> See, it
1: would have been DVD if they had skipped this SVHS. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't take the you half take that step. Answer. That would
0: have been the third one. Yeah. yeah. Which character returns very briefly from one of the previous films in VHS viral? And I need the name, because I know you both know the answer to this. Come on.
1: I don't. I know the answer. I don't know the character. I can't remember the character's name. Can I look it up?
3: No.
2: No. (laughs) Can (laughs) Can I Google it? it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which character returns
0: briefly from one of the previous films of VHS Viral? I'll tell you what then. I'll give you a point for knowing what it was. A second point for knowing the name. How's that? Seems fair? Seems fair in this dictatorship.
2: I told you that Alex is better at these than I am.
1: Now I might be thinking about the wrong thing. Look at his face. I
2: think I'm right. Doubt
0: has crept in. I'm really in the mood for an Alfredo pesta, uh, pasta. Right
1: <laughs> Alfredo pesto. <laughs> Alfredo so, pesto. Two sauces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really in the mood for
0: some <laughs> double sauce right now.
2: All right. Are you Alex? ready, Alex? Yep. I don't have to show my writing because I'm going first. I said Siren Girl.
0: Okay. What are you saying the name might be?
2: Bat Lady.
0: Excellent.
1: Alex. Uh, what's, I'm going to have a stab at the name.
0: Alex, stop writing things down. It's too I'm late. Sorry.
1: Okay, so, okay, then don't count the name that I wrote down, but I wrote Succubus Siren Amateur knight.
0: And your name was Wendy, just for, just for the records. You're both correct. It was indeed the Bat Lady Succubus. Her name was Lily.
2: Lily.
1: Lily.
0: Oh. All right. So far, one point each. Very exciting. Which horror website? Question three. Which horror website was behind the VHS trilogy? Which horror website was behind the trilogy that we have just talked about ad nauseum? Got it. Got it. Alex is going first.
1: Bloody disgusting.
0: Ali, show us your scribe. Bloody disgusting. A point each. Well done. You both remember logos we have learnt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not information that not I say. The
2: actual movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not things I tell you, but you can remember. We're visual,
2: images. Al. I'm holding in. Holding in.
0: All right, let's get interesting, shall we? Mm, which one shall we have next? I like this one
2: i like that you're not they're not in any particular order you're just deciding i just have to put them down look
0: again i was up to fucking four in the morning watching (laughs) snapchat originals and siren all right putting these in order wasn't who made you do that i don't know my anxiety brain (laughs) (laughs) how many shorts did our friend simon barrett write for the vhs trilogy this is the man who of course teams up with adam wingard on uh, i believe all of his films as well as writing other things. Uh, writer I quite enjoy a lot of his writings. But how many did he write for the trilogy of VHS? If you can name them all as well. Extra point. My God. Such a generous person.
3: I really am.
2: Do we get an extra point per short?
0: I knew. I was waiting. I was or like, she's going to fucking.
2: Or you have to name all of them for one extra point.
0: No, you got to get them all. Otherwise it's, otherwise, it's out of control. Okay, then
2: I'm
0: not going to bother.
2: <laughs> i won't be wow. i won't be wow. able to get all of that
0: we're <laughs> <laughs> really learning a lot about you
2: <laughs> i know when i know things and i know when i don't
0: that's a useful useful tool to have yeah. in your brain
2: i'm willing to admit when i'm wrong
0: i don't i just kind of say stuff <laughs> and then you realize <laughs> oh i didn't know that and then you just got to convince yourself and the people around you that you did
2: or they realize you didn't
0: i just realized i also record these zoom calls and yeah, the one we did for the ended rope pursuit slashes, if people are considering do I want to be a part of the Zoom call, it sounds like a lot of effort. It is a lot of effort. We proved again that yesterday with thousands of people watching on Instagram and one person coming to Zoom. However, we did like an hour long afterwards like chatting and getting into personal details. So if that all sounds recorded. more delightful for you. All recorded, yeah, it's all light down now. You if that sounds more delightful heaven. for you than um than these actual shows, then so maybe just tune in towards the end of one of them and you can <laughs> Cat just just, you know, sharing illicit personal details.
1: Okay, who's going first? I've forgotten who it is. I think it's Allie. He, oh, yeah. It's Allie.
2: My answer is four question mark?
0: Four question mark. That's my favorite number. And you're not going to go for what they were?
2: No.
1: Alex had some writing. So either he was doing Alex. math or he's <laughs> been figuring out which ones they just are. Just doing Alex, some
2: long division.
1: Hit us. So I, I did three, tape forty nine. Clinical phase, whatever it is, and tape fifty-six.
0: So you went all in, okay? We're gonna we're gonna have a, a judge's ruling on this stuff a little bit, I think, uh, because there were four. He wrote four shorts for these movies. However, and it's going to depend on how generous Ali's feeling, because however, all three that Alex wrote down, he did write
2: but he's missing
0: (laughs) one. He is missing one, but that is pretty interesting. I I feel like he should get one point.
2: I asked, do you get one point per film? I'm not giving him a
0: point per one. I'm not giving him a point per film, but I'm just like, considering he got three, he could name check three out of those four and you didn't even try. Nope. (laughs) I feel like, I feel he deserves a point or at least half a point. Give
2: him a point. All right. He's good at these. He deserves it. I'll take it. it,
0: He said graciously. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, he did four. He did tape 56. The sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger.
1: Oh, that was on my... I,
0: I forgot that. he wrote that one. Tape 49 I and phase one clinical trials. All right. You're both on three each, by the way. So incredibly exciting times. <laughs> Next question. Here's one that's a little bit outside of the realm of the movies. What does VHS stand for?
3: Huh. What does VHS
0: stand for? For external knowledge, knowledge that has not been supplied to you over the course of these episodes. Oh, I uh, woke up about fifteen minutes before doing the show. Rolled over, turned on the laptops, doing it from bed right now. Obviously, Got I'm some, ready. I've been eating some pineapples because that's all I could grab that was quick enough to eat.
2: I'm not trying to think and you're very distracting.
1: Diced up. I gotta like keep people entertained, so you know, what better <laughs> you, way to do You diced up the pineapple, you didn't just eat it as is. I didn't just gnaw in it. I've made that mistake only three times. Never mm. again,
0: Alex, let me tell you. Third time. Yeah. You really you really learn not to just gnaw in a pineapple.
1: Yeah. But hurts coming out. <laughs>
0: Oh, we're so lucky no one listens to our show. Ali, are you there yet?
2: I, I mean, I'm sure that it's wrong, but I have an answer.
0: I also am sure. Alex, give us the information that I require.
1: I feel like being a kid of the VHS generation, I should get this, but then I'm also worried I'm wrong. Video home system. Video home system from Alex, Ali.
2: <laughs> I think that's wrong. Mine's definitely wrong, but... I said video high speed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is spoken of someone from the internet generation, isn't it? Isn't
2: it? <laughs> I was gonna try to come up with a silly one and I couldn't come up with anything funny enough, so I just went with that. I,
0: like I mean that was funny. Thank anyway. you. <laughs> that was silly enough. <laughs> Alex, you're correct. It is video home system. Thank I you. thought it was something I mean my head thought,
1: yeah, but isn't it something more complicated to do with the magnets in it or whatever? Nope. <laughs> Video home system. Well, at first I was like, is it video, videography home system? <laughs> and I was like, no. But I was going to be very ashamed of myself if I got that wrong. That question creeps
0: Alex into the lead. Ali is really regretting giving him that point from the last I round now. But no, hey,
2: it's okay. this is your life. Alex oh, is earning Have it. Have some drama. I'm not competitive.
1: I am. <laughs> Let's win this, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Believe
0: in you. You got three more questions and one of them might be worth Multiple points whisper it
2: because there are question no number rules.
0: Meh, meh, meh. number what six. What type of thank you? What type of dog was the star of slumber party alien abduction? And for an extra point, what's the name? Potential for two points. And I'm, I'm not gonna I don't spoil things too much, but there's a potential for at least two points on each of these last three questions. So, really, this game could be anyone's. The excitement is through the roof right now. I can see my co hosts are undressing from perspiration.
2: All right. All right.
1: Allie's up. Allie's <laughs> up. Yes.
2: I don't remember the name, but I said it is a Yorkshire Terrier, parentheses, Yorkie.
0: Wow.
1: Interesting pronunciation of Yorkshire, but yes.
2: <laughs> Yorkshire. <laughs>
0: Yorkshire. <laughs> That's the
1: American, yeah. Yorkshire. I said he's a Terrier and his name is Tank. I can reveal he was indeed a Yorkshire Terrier.
0: So a point each. Let me just program that into the system. See where we're at.
1: Alex is still one point in the lead.
2: Does a Terrier mean something? Is that not a different type of dog?
1: I'm not a dog. Yeah, it could Does it? be, I think a Terrier could be. Okay. Let me Alex, quickly look it up. Point retracted.
2: I- <laughs> Let me...
0: Pull Alex, that. are you allowed to, you know, in, in the... Con- I know you just said you're competitive, but can you remove the competitive oh, shroud? I
1: mean, yeah, there's like Irish terriers, different types of terriers. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess... Can we, let's yeah. give him 0.5 for the terrier. No, I'm, I'm going I'm to retract my point.
0: Okay, no point, yeah, no because point. Which doesn't matter because Alex got it right with Tank. But tank he, is he the, name the name of the dog. So we each get a point You each get a point Alex is to one in the lead Five to four Five to four Ali's not making this very exciting With her Sorry, I don't care who wins
1: attitude
2: Sean doesn't like (laughs) bowling with me Because he shit talks me and I'm just like You're right I'm terrible at this
1: (laughs) I love it when you talk Dirty (laughs)
0: all right final two questions are you ready i'm excited for these we're gonna have one more that is out of the realm of the movies vhs beat betamax or betamax or whatever to the ground but what year did vhs start when was the year that vhs started being released there's a japanese year and an american year and i will accept either so you go to two-year parameter just going to let you know right now and for an extra point if you want it when did it officially end? Even though I know people are still making special VHS things now, there is a year where the curtains were drawn on the VHS era. So not counting Snapchat? No, I'm talking about actual Oh, VHS, VHS tapes. Not the franchise, I see.
2: Not the franchise.
0: Sorry, I should have clarified. It's
1: confusing when people
0: name their films.
1: And you're giving us a year... Either uh, side.
0: Uh, for the beginning, yes, because it was actually released in Japan the year before America. So I'm going to give you a little leeway there.
1: Hmm.
0: Two year bracket. However, for the, the when the curtains were drawn, uh, all I can go with is what Google tells me. <laughs> My stomach is making huge noises. Huge noises. It needs feeding.
1: Get the meat bag out. <laughs> Hang it up. Get on. the meat bag out. <laughs> Hang it on a stick. Invite <laughs> your mates over. And then just, We're eating it, Al. And then just stare at each other. So when you, for,
2: <laughs> when you say when it... Katie's
1: like, Al likes to go first.
2: When you say when it ended, do you mean yeah. when...
1: It's the official
0: date that they stopped producing VHS cassettes. Now, some people obviously still doing it, but the official date that it will stop doing is a mainstream form of, of production. There is a date that, that apparently I have now learned. Now, again, people are still putting... I have some friends who just put out one of their films on VHS. So, it's still happening. Okay. Obviously so, when it know, stopped being brackets, the
2: mainstream form.
0: I'm not saying the mainstream form in terms of how it was being. I'm saying the official date that all the big production... Because you have, you know, production... Like, we're talking about when DVDs are made, you're talking about entire industries. Yeah, when the yeah. industry shut down and, and they're like, to we to are not making else. VHS anymore. Okay. We have finished making them. It doesn't mean that obviously some houses will still make VHS, but... Who's
1: up first with this one? I've forgotten. I think it is me. Alex. So I'm going to say 1979. 1979 for when it started, two-year bracket. Yep. And the end, 2004.
0: 2004. Allison. I
2: said 1975 to 1998.
0: Oh, that sounds good too does sound good, doesn't it, Alex? So. <laughs> oh,
2: When you say two-year bracket, do you mean one on either side?
0: This is what I just realized. Technically, because of my wording, That's I am going years. to have to allow that because I'm giving a three-year bracket now. <laughs> I meant there are two years that it was released in if you got either if of those. One but of because of two. my wording, because of my wording, we're going to allow a point to be attributed. My bad. My bad which might hint at one of you has got one of those, <laughs> well, the original date. Alex said 1979, Ali said 1975. It was released in Japan in 1976, and then America in 1977. So Ali is technically one year out in the two-year bracket. I'm going to allow it, even though she's not in the two-year bracket. You don't have to. Really trying you to can go from. the no, way you meant Ali, it. Ali, fucking yeah. cut it out, all right? You get a point. Now you're both level. When did That's it end, it, Ali. Alex is coming t- after you, Ali. <laughs> Alex is 2004. <laughs> Ali says 1998. VHS officially ended in 2008. 2008.
2: Fuck! That's what I was like. Ah. I feel like it's a lot later than I'm actually thinking. But then ten when you. 10 years later. Yeah. Ali, 10 years
1: Initially, later. I went 2002. Then I scribbled that out and put 2006. And I scribbled that out and landed on. Well, they all would have been incorrect. <laughs> 2008. <laughs> <They would have>. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was the year. Uh, you're
0: both... Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're both from five points. So we are now moving into wow, the final question. Ali! And again, multiple points allowed here. <laughs> one of you is guaranteed to get a point here because the way that this is done. But one of you could also get an extra point. Or just another point to level yourself down. We'll see.
1: Uh, this, the question better not be about gorgeous vortex. <laughs> How pleased was I on a scale
0: of <laughs> zero to ten?
2: Are we count? This is a separate point system from the first. This does not add to your previous game. win, okay. Allie.
0: Let's not get competitive now. You already had yeah, that Allie, win. geez, come on! Calm you already the got fuck it.
2: down. <laughs> so if Alex wins this, then we each won a game, so we both get prizes.
0: Sure, sure. But your final question: How many times is the word "fuck" used? In the first VHS film.
1: Oh, I remember reading this. But I can't remember
0: the Whoever is closest will get a point. But if either of you can once again be within 10 of the actual number, you will get an extra point. Which doesn't actually make sense because you're both level, so it doesn't matter that second point, does it? Okay. Because if you're closest... And you're 10 away and someone... Well, unless you're both close, I guess. Ah, Make we'll up your mind. We'll go with those rules uh, and we'll see what happens. I've got a number. Excellent. Is it to do with this question or just a separate <laughs> one that you carry with you? Just, a just my one. lucky number. Cool.
1: But I think... Because I remember reading this, but this... I, yeah, I think it's wrong. I think it's...
0: Uh... <laughs> He's losing faith in his number.
2: I have to be honest, I was going to say something lower until Alex just said, I remember reading about this, which made me think, oh, it must be pretty high then. Otherwise, it wouldn't be of note.
0: I can say there are a fair few fucks in the first VHS. A few
1: fair fucks.
0: There are a few fair fucks and a few unfair (laughs) fucks as well in the first VHS, actually.
1: I think most of them are. (laughs) Okay.
0: All right, Ali, I believe it's your turn. To step up to the guillotine.
2: I am gonna guess two hundred and twenty-three.
0: Two hundred and twenty-three fucks from Alex.
2: I had I had three numbers written down and I kept (sighs) crossing them out and going higher.
0: (laughs) That's some serious fucking. Uh Alex, what's your counterpart to that? One hundred and forty one from Alex. It's very exciting, isn't it? Ali's trying to play it cool, but she knows it all rests on this. One of you is correct in terms of you're closer. (laughs) The other one, the real answer for how many times the word fuck is used in the first VHS film, according to people telling me through websites, because believe you me, I did not rewatch to count them, (laughs) is 240
3: times... Two hundred
0: forty times. Wow! Ali gets I knew there the was point. a forty in there. <laughs> Ali wins yet another competition.
1: I am never podcasting with Ali again.
2: <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, I
0: will very Tomorrow. soon. That was exciting. That was exciting. Six to five, Alex. A noble defeat. Noble or a frustrating. If one.
1: there's anyone, um, you know, I can graciously lose to, it would be Ali. Oh
2: that's very nice of you
1: But I will fucking beat you next time <laughs> <laughs> I will destroy I think
2: you. you got the important questions correct
0: I'll be honest, we're covering Jaws next And I feel that's Ali's uh, territories
2: so Well no, then, then it's just that much more on. embarrassing if I, if I get them wrong
0: <laughs> Excellent, Alex will shame what you What is public. the
2: main animal In Jaws <laughs>
0: <laughs> The greatest monster of all kinds The
2: humans Human that get beings. eaten yeah.
0: trick, trick question Trick question. What, the water. It's the, <laughs> the water. <laughs> Liquid. <laughs> all right. We're into our rankings and then we're going to get the hell out of here while we reveal what we're covering. <laughs> <next>. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't work anymore because we do all this life. All right. This is a tricky one to come up with what our, what our criteria was going to be. And I'm not sure if I'm satisfied with any of these, but here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start with Scariest Short because at the end of the day, let's not forget, these are meant to be horror anthologies. So something was meant to spook us. Did anything spook us? Who knows? <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs>
1: Sorry. Sorry, I jumped the gun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then you got to get to. Okay, but what was like the most effective then? You know? Even if it didn't scare you, what came closest? Was there a moment? Not even a short. Uh, Ali, let's start with you. What, what gets your official vote for scary short?
2: Well, you just said everything that I was going to express when saying this is the reason I chose this. None of these scared me, but I think the most effective one for me was ten thirty one ninety eight. So it's that's the Halloween one from the first VHS, and I think
0: so. Was there a moment of spooky in there for you though? Because there has to been something. I mean, because we're not talking about the most fun. We're talking about the one. that no, I know, you a and I think like-
2: as soon as I started, I was confused at first about why they were accepting (laughs) that this house that they just showed up at is where a party was happening because it was silent and no people were around. And as soon as I started thinking that they assumed they were coming to a haunted house without realizing that obviously the house is actually haunted, that idea to me is the spookiest of the shorts that we saw. And I think that all the effects were like They seem to all have been done practically, and they were all very convincing and very well done. And I would go to this haunted house, and I can imagine myself getting a nice adrenaline rush from it.
0: That's not the same thing. It is. If something spooky, it should be like, I would not go to that. <laughs> that's I mean, how you I judge if something's actually spooky.
2: No, it's, I mean, different people handle spooks in different ways. Some people get fun adrenaline rushes No, but from it's it. like,
0: there's fun spooks and then it's like, no, that unsettled me. You know, and they're different things.
2: I mean, I was unsettled wait, by, by all the men harassing women. <laughs> that is unsettling. That scares me. If that's the answer <laughs> that you want. <laughs>
0: that is very valid. All right, we're taking your answer because it's your words. Alex, Thank you. what came closest to unsettling you?
1: Yeah, it was a really tricky one here because really, it's nothing was super spooky. I mean, tape 56 was just unsettling in in how awful the characters were. I really did enjoy it when they got to the house and you had the the old man. And it just wasn't edited in a way that it kind of sustained that, but that was definitely unsettling. I thought... The first half of the sick thing that happened to Emily was a little spooky for me just because the supernatural spookies always kind of get me. And first half when it was like this sounds and it was a bit more paranormal activity. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to get some good spooks here. So half of that, I guess, spooked <laughs> me. And I found Second Honeymoon when we first see the person filming the couple asleep. That unsettled me as well. So probably, like, just those three little bits. I, I can't give it to one because there's nothing that was, like, You're scary. You're not
0: going to stay awake thinking about something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Interesting so that elements. all three
0: came from the first VHS film.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, like, we've all said it then. There's nothing, actually, that's haunting with any of these, which is... Shame. But the thing that I do think is, yeah, is weird. Alex was kind of flirting with there, I think, is, again, there are different rules for found footage. Like, I've seen the film. I remember one of the first found footage films I saw was, I think it was called A Collinswood Story. I believe that was the one where it's all in people's laptops. And it was really bad. It's badly acted, badly made, badly, like, nothing really great happening there. But I was freaked out for that entire movie because watching that with my headphones in, in the found footage, you can just feel, like, the more authentic found footage feels to me, the more just unnerved I feel, even if it's bad found footage. So when I looked at this question, I was like, well, the only one, there were a couple of tiny moments here and there. There's actually a little bit in Amateur Night when she first like peeks around the stairwell and he's like crawling with his like broken wrist, is it? Whatever's broken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That for a second was like, oh, that's actually, that's an effective little chilling moment. But yeah, it's tape 56 because like I feel it's so authentic. Like I feel like I'm watching someone snuff tape and that makes me feel unnerved. Um, and that first moment still, which is still, I said it at the time, when they first get to the house and they go into that room and you just see the person sitting in the chair and all the tapes and the TVs in front of them. I think that's fantastic imagery. And if the rest of it had felt like that, rather than just sitting in that room. <laughs> you can't make somewhere really scary and then people like yeah i'm cool to hang out here like that goes against all horror lore but that moment was probably the only moment i was like oh this feels horrible Mm. in the way that it should you know so yeah weirdly tape 56 is probably my vote so then we get to uh, funniest short because there's a lot of humor in these Uh, i'm gonna go first with this one might be the same answer many of us give. But there were a lot of funny moments, to be honest. There were a lot of like good little, you know, buoyancy. But the funniest one, for sure, was a ride in the park for me. Like, I, I was genuinely laughing by the end of that, which I didn't expect at the beginning of that. Um, so, I guess my vote.
1: Yep, me too. Um, ride right in the park with an honourable mention to Storm, Just because some of their, their banter between each other was was pretty funny.
2: I am... In the same boat i have a ride in the park down for funniest short for me
0: i think alien abduction was very funny as well actually like the banter between those kids was rude. yeah the moment i think actually the biggest laugh that any of these got from me was when the kids burst in on his sister having sex and they do
2: <laughs> <laughs> i like there's one kid doing this really awkward dance
0: yeah yeah but as an overall thing ride in the park all right then we get to Again, it's found footage. The most realistic. What was the most authentic? What was the one that, you know, did the job of what they originally came in to try and do, I
1: guess? Alex, I'll start with you on this one. For me, it was Alien Abduction. Slumber Party, Alien Abduction. Yeah, just had a really good energy about it. The kids, I just didn't feel... They were so much better than so many of the adults throughout (laughs) these shorts. They just felt very authentic. It felt like... You know, it really took me back to when I was that age, sort of 13, 14, would grab a camera with my buddies and just, just even just around my house, just film stuff and and playing pranks on siblings or parents. And yeah, I I really tuned into that. And I thought because of that, it it really resonated much more when it got into the spooky alien stuff because, you know, it was so believable. So yeah, hands down for me.
3: Allie.
2: I said bone storm for this one with a shout out to slumber party, alien abduction for the same reasons that Alex just listed. I think the kids, I totally agree are better than almost all of the adult actors that we have in these movies. I love just like the back and forth banter of just like shitting on each other. That happens between these friends Uh, feels very, very authentic and natural. It has like a really fun cadence to it. I think I'd probably go back and, rewatch those or show those to to different friends.
0: Yeah, I think we're all in line other than, this is where I get into so many difficulties with these and how to judge them again. It's like, they change sometimes. Like, again, the opening of Tape 56 for me is the most authentic by far because I could genuinely, I've seen stuff where I'm like, yes, this is real. I can 100% unfortunately believe that this is real and these people are doing stuff like that and then they're breaking into this house. But then as the segments go on, it devolves definitely into not terrible, but just like where I can feel the acting in it, you know, it doesn't feel as natural at all. Um, and Alien Abduction, it still, it feels like cinematic to me, but it does also feel authentic and it continues that throughout. So I'm going to just give it to Alien Abduction, even though, yeah, the first, the opening segment of Take 56, I think is by far the most authentic thing in any of these VHS movies at all, where I could believe, yes, I just bought this from a Secondhand store and put it in, and it's like, oh shit, this is what's on the tape, you know. And then we get into <laughs> biggest asshole. There are quite a few assholes in the Fuget series. Yes. <laughs> so which one was the largest? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Ali, I feel like your vote should count as double for this, but <laughs> who's I, the biggest asshole?
2: I don't know their names. Um, That's fine. But That's I, fine. Just descriptive said... of the asshole. The dudes in the opening thread of VHS, one the first. Do you have a specific
0: one? Was the one who really like, irked you the most?
2: Um, no, because there were three of them involved in the running up to a woman and forcing her shirt above her head. So them
0: takes a lot of men, to raise a all three of them shirt. and
2: one to film it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? That's it. Just those ones. The ones. I mean,
2: there's there's a lot in in VHS one, but if I'm only choosing one group, they are the scariest for me.
0: Alexander Chad.
1: Yeah. There's definitely those guys for sure. There's um, the jock guy from amateur night who, who had to be talked out of basically date raping a girl by Mr. Giggles. He had um, to be laughed
0: out of it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he,
1: <won't talk laughs> he had to be out. laughed out of it, uh, but then still went ahead with the other goal anyway. But I'm going to actually pick Dante. What a prick. (laughs) That's fair. What an absolute absolute prick. I I mean, he ripped limbs off cops (laughs) and tore open a cop's rib cage because he wanted his magic cloak.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's absolutely fair. Fuck that, great argument. Yeah, my vote, I mean, again, I think there's so many, but my vote would go, yeah, for the moustache man from the opening, because he's the one, like, corralling all of these, this Adam group, of, group of buffoons. Is that him? Was he the yeah, moustache guy? I, so. I don't guy. know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, and then a new, a new little one that Alex threw in at the last moment is Best Penis. Uh, the best penis in the VHS I believe he franchise. said the
2: funniest dick, actually. <laughs> Not the <laughs> scariest. Not the <laughs> scariest, <laughs> the funniest
0: funniest yeah. dick which for me is definitely uh is mr giggles in tape 56 another <laughs> award for tape 56 i mean it had because it in, just wasn't expected it's in
2: the name too no, mis- mr giggles that's the funniest
0: it's just that Wait, moment mr. Giggles.
1: Like, did you say tape 56
2: it's in i'm oh, sorry
0: night. in amateur night my bad my bad no. yeah in yeah, a moment where just because like he's just been just laughing the whole time and then suddenly he comes busting through that door <laughs> terrified completely naked penis flopping
1: about <laughs> like yeah Definitely my yeah. favorite penis. Hands down, funniest dick.
0: Hands, but I think, hands yeah. on down.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, no one wants the monster penises from Parallel Monsters.
2: Those are honorable um, shout out to them.
1: Honorable shout out to those old man Yoda Furry, dicks. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And by Yoda, I, I mean they don't look like Yoda's dick. They just look like I Yoda. mean, have you ever Again, seen Yoda's we don't dick? don't know. <laughs> no, we have it. That's going to be a Mandalorian
0: too. Mm. It's uh Yoda not Yoda's penis. All right. That is all of our weird categories that we decided we should do. I now. mean, maybe
1: baby Yoda is Yoda's penis. Nobody knows that. <laughs>
0: Now we're going to get into the tricky task of ranking all of these, and this is going to take us into our natural conclusion, which is creating the We Are Geeks supercut. So at the end of this, we are going to look at how many parallels do we have. We're going to try and make sure we're all happy. I run a terrible democracy, so I will overrule anything. I mean, <laughs> and, we can just
2: uh, leave if you, I mean, if to you be want mean, to be fair, You gone. can also
0: do your own edit. I'm, I feel like I'm the only one who's going to take the time to fucking edit it together. <laughs> yep. So yeah that's yeah. fair but we might all be in vaguely in the right line we'll see we'll see how it goes and then we definitely want to assist in which order these things should come that it feels right you know to take us through the journey of a movie all right who wants to go first we're going to be ranking the three films which I think we should leave to last because I think that's I don't know for me that was harder and then we're going to yeah we're going to rank all of the actual shorts There are 14 not including gorgeous vortex is that correct
2: 15
1: shit Fifty, sixteen, including Gorgeous Vortex. Yeah, that's what I have. Let's start with uh, Alex. Okay, so my first, uh, my last two are a (laughs) lock-in for being the worst. Uh, Coming in number sixteen is Gorgeous Vortex.
0: Okay, okay.
1: No explanation needed. Coming in number fifteen, the VHS viral wraparound, Vicious Circle.
0: Figured out which Um, one I was missing. (laughs) There
2: you go. <laughs> that was fast. Coming in at number
1: 14. So some of these I will also include the title that I gave them. Uh, coming in at number 14, Tuesday the 17th, aka Playing With Yourself in the Woods, Big Old Pile of Shit in the Woods.
2: <laughs> Very
1: nice. Coming in at, coming in at number 13, Dante the Great. No. AKA Dante the Great Big Asshole. <laughs> now, I, I don't think anything was wrong with the production of this. I thought it was a, a cool little idea... Just not my taste. Didn't sort of feel like a, a, a nice fit.
0: You didn't like it. It's fine.
1: Didn't like it. Coming in number 12. Another one I didn't like. Phase 1, aka POV Man, is Adam Wingard. Just wasn't into the sci-fi vibes. Coming in number 11. This one I really liked the first half of, and then it... Um, it well, it just fucking blew it. The Sick Thing That Happened to Emily When She Was Younger, aka Boob FaceTime and Kids... Question <laughs> <Fashion> mark.
0: I <laughs> always like it when titles have punctuation in them. So.
1: Yeah. Uh, coming in number 10, tape 56. Yeah. Unsettling. Definitely one of the most authentic found footage feeling uh, ones. I think it just needs to be cut a little bit differently. Yep. Coming in number nine, tape 49. The other wraparound, only above tape 56 by a whisker just a bit more polished i like the mythology that they're bringing in here what type Um, of
0: whisker are we talking here feline or rodent
1: uh let's go feline okay yeah substantial substantial you know liked the spooky man that would stand in doorways and then chicken out and run away and then
0: Uh, thumbs up yeah
1: yeah exactly so from from now from number eight till about number three all of these are actually very very close to each other it was it was really hard for me to to rank them but i've done the best that i can Probably. so number eight bone storm aka he was a skater boy she said kill you later boy <laughs> that's a great title uh, like i said when we spoke about this before liked it really authentic just wasn't sort of to my flavor uh, i wanted something a bit more by this stage in VHS Viral, I wanted something a bit more horror feeling uh, mm-hmm. rather than jokes. Uh, coming in number seven, Second Honeymoon, a.k.a. Road Trip and Surprise, which is such a better title. <laughs> yeah, love Ty West, liked the idea, really liked the sort of the twist that someone was filming them, but it just wasn't, wasn't quite there yet. Number six, Safe Haven, a.k.a. I Don't Need the Subtitles. <laughs> uh, this was just a lot of fun. You know, yes, some of it was a little cheesy and soap opery, but boy was the action cool. Yeah, I just I just loved the premise and the characters are great. Coming to number five, crazy bold idea, parallel monsters, aka Spanish portal master doesn't know what he's fucking in for. <laughs> if we had started this series and you told me there would be monster penises, I would say fuck off. That's insane. And there we are, we had it. So wonderful good good for them number four amateur night aka spyglasses slash vampire woman this one in in retrospect and in hindsight i have liked more and more just because it feels more authentic uh feels yeah is a much better sort of found footage compared to many of the others, even though I struggled with some of the the acting and the the characters um but yeah, the last half of this is is pretty awesome when she chases the guy out of the room coming in number three 1031 aka barbecue boys <laughs> this coming at the end of vhs this was just a lot of fun ambitious effects some look silly but some were really cool yeah i liked the ending and the guys in this were weren't as uh weren't as gross coming in number two and my number one and two are absolute lock-ins so number two is a ride in the park aka riding his bike not riding his girlfriend aka if i only had a brain (laughs) really really loved this one it was yeah after the shaky start it just got better and better and better and better so that means my number one is slumber party alien abduction which i unfairly titled at the time i titled this one too quickly i said i'm sick of pov at this point it shouldn't be called that it's fucking awesome hands down my favorite that hands mean, down the best that's
0: found footage for you baby <laughs> I, I i know
1: i know i know i was watching a found footage film and i was like i'm over pov but yeah that
0: one where sorry where was amateur night in your list again i forgot that number was four four okay much higher than i thought you put it from your conversation.
1: Well, yeah, like I was saying, eight to four, all those Difficult. were pretty, pretty interchangeable.
0: But you did your job. You placed but them did in an job. order that you now have to stick to.
1: Gally, Hi.
0: Can you please do the thing that you came to do, which is rank all 15 of these little morsels in order from worst to best? 16. Well, again, we're throwing it in, but we don't really count Gorgeous Vortex. It's not part of the VHS franchise.
2: I mean, that would probably explain why it's at number 16 for me as well. (laughs) Number one for me. Alex, our lists start off, and by start off, I mean at the bottom in a similar way, and then they get very different. So, yes, 16 and 15 felt fairly interchangeable for me. But at the end of the day, I put Gorgeous Vortex at number 16. And at number 15, I put Vicious Circles. Do you want? Oh, are we doing my own, our own names? My name for gorgeous vortex was wannabe tree of life meets perfume commercial. I'm totally in. Uh, sorry, I don't have them written down next to my list.
0: That's fine. If you if you can you know, if you want to, do it. Share what you want to share, Ali. This is a safe space. Thank no you. No one's watching.
2: No one's watching. I mean, literally, my no uncle's one's watching. watching. <laughs> it's fine. My name for vicious <laughs> out of circles. context.
0: That sounds really creepy. But- <laughs>
2: <laughs> on Instagram Live.
0: There was a short about that, I believe. Says, yeah, too.
2: <laughs> yeah. We'll get yeah. to it. My name for Vicious Circles, which is number fifteen for me, is my girlfriend is so annoying. At number fourteen, I have Tape 49 or Scumbag Salesman.
0: Wow. <laughs> that's low.
2: Yep. And
1: oh, that's a punchy name too, Scumbag, scumbag salesman. salesman. I like that <laughs> name. I like it.
2: Number thirteen for me is tape fifty-six, which I called Whoa. these fucking fuckheads.
1: Ali hates wraparounds.
2: Well, that's what was difficult for me. Actually, was these two are bad and dif- like I dislike them for different reasons. But I put on my Al cap and told myself I need to think of. Fucking Fuckheads, or Tape 56 as its own short rather than in the context of the entire VHS first movie. And I think that was a more effective thread than Tape 49.
0: Does your owl hat have my face on it? Or?
2: It does. It's a balaclava. It's a beanie. And she puts over her whole it's a beanie.
0: Face. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with this information, but we'll discuss off the podcast.
2: Okay. So for Alex, you have a much shorter... Section of numbers that The order mattered less to you for Mine starts here (laughs) (laughs)
1: Wait, at 13?
2: At 12
1: Basically all of them I don't give a shit (laughs) I don't
0: give a shit
2: 12 through 7 for me The order feels arbitrary Like, don't take this order seriously Although I think the next one I'm going to say Is going to 12 through 7 So that, that
1: gives you a lot more that you... Really like because we'll I had I had eight till about three. That's fair. I oh, know eight till four. Yeah,
2: that I yeah, the, not that I really liked, but that I found qualities about that I felt the need <laughs> to place them higher than the th- the ones I feel us, more Allie. indifferent about. I feel like this one's gonna upset you both, so so it does feel like this order is not that arbitrary. At least number twelve, because at number amateur twelve night. I have amateur night, which <laughs> I know you both really enjoy, which I called. This was when I, when I first realized it was separate from uh, tape 56 When I finally realized it was a separate short I called it These Fucking Fuckheads Part 2 Or Bat Lady
1: But Allie, it has the funniest dick in it We voted <laughs> we voted the best funny that penis That just
2: shows you that even as funny as your dick might be It's not that powerful
0: <laughs> Wow, wow Really so. just demasculating all of our funny penises I'm everywhere. really
2: sorry <laughs> Number 11 for me, I have as the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger, which I called fetus. I agree it started off really strong, but did you not remember that I called it fetus?
0: (laughs) I barely remember last night, Hallie, I'll be honest. So it's always a delight rediscovering information.
2: Yeah, um, I was enjoying the setup of this and the idea of this. And then as soon as we got Mm -hmm. to the end and the more that I go back and rethink it, the end just makes me really not like it even more. Just because it's, it, it's pretty bad. That was number eleven. Number ten, I have Tuesday the seventeenth, which I called eight bit killer. Which I think arguably I can't
1: believe you have that higher than Amateur Night.
2: Barely matters <laughs> <insane>. to me.
0: <laughs> I think you made it perfect. If it clear, makes sense your you ambivalence happier, towards this entire show, no,
2: <laughs> just these middle ones. I think this is my best title that I came up with. And it makes me want to like it more. But their title, honestly, this is the only title that I wrote down on my own personal paper because Tuesday the 17th tells me nothing. Every time I see that, I'm like, I don't, what is that one? What short was that?
1: Mm.
2: Number nine, I put... Wait, so what was your title for it? 8-Bit Killer.
1: 8-Bit Killer. Yeah, that is a very good,
0: that is a very good title. But some people have that in Friday the 13th online. Play with me on Xbox. (laughs) They have like an (laughs) 8-bit version of it. You hear the music coming. It's very
1: scary. I love it.
2: I like that. Number nine, I put Second Honeymoon, or My Husband Sucks was my name for that one.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, number mm-hmm.
2: eight, Phase One Clinical Trials, which I called Robo-Eye. And number seven, I put Safe Haven, which I called Pure Paradise, which I know lots of people okay. like this one. It's not, for me, just that type of horror. I'm not I that mean, interested in. it's your in- seventh
0: favorite. What are your top six, Allie? (laughs) The ones you care about?
2: Number six. We've talked about this. I put Dante the Great. Obviously, I like this one more than you guys. I don't think it's great, despite what the name says.
0: Dante the Meh.
2: Yep. Oh, my title for this is Wannabe Prestige as well. But I like the idea a lot. And this is the one that I think I would be eager to see It's weird to call it a reboot because it's a short film, but I would be eager to see somebody redo this with a pretty talented group of people attached.
0: Eager. Well, we might have a question at the end of this podcast, which is going to lead directly into that alley. So very exciting that you set it up so eloquently.
2: (laughs) Number five, I have Parallel Monsters or Los Alfonsos. This one's really fun. I really, I'll say it again. I want to see what this meat sack ritual is. Don't think you do. I mean I think I want to see the start of sure it and then I want something a to in interrupt it so that I don't have Ali to see all of it. Ali has a pure
0: brain. She needs people to introduce these illicit thoughts to her. She can't <laughs> conjure them from nothing. Oh there is no God. manifest of filth in Ali's head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four. How lucky you are number four for me is Bone Storm, which I have a couple names for this one. My first name was a web series about abused dolphins. And my other w- option One was... One of the best quotes. It's a great reaction. quote. Sean just laughed and he has headphones on. Um, oh, it's the fact
0: that it's followed up with like, also I'm a bartender.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's just...
0: Like the most LA answer that you could ever hear. It's
2: really good. I actually, I had to rewind it to like, make sure that I heard him correctly when he, that line comes up. It's great. Uh, my second name option is my time in Mexico for Laudan's 24th birthday. Uh, Getting personal. That's number four for me. I love... The camaraderie between the boys, I think they could not have gotten better actors. It feels weird to say that it rem- makes me think of mid-90s, but it's just because of that authenticity that all the friends and chemistry that, that all the friends have with each other.
0: And you, to be clear, you and I love us some mid-90s. We
2: love mid-90s.
0: That was our favorite film of Fantastic Fest that year. Which it is also not a fantastical movie. The, the only movie. <laughs> non-genre movie we <we've> saw.
2: <laughs> I felt like such a fraud at the after party for Fantastic Fest. And everybody's like, what was your favorite movie? And I was like, mid-90s. <laughs> yep. But I'm, I was happy to learn it's your favorite too. Number three, Slumber Party Alien Abduction, otherwise known as This Dog Better Not Die. Um, Spoilers, great. it did. It did. Spoiler alert.
0: What was its name? Tank. There you go. And it was a
2: Yorkie.
1: The Yorkshire Terrier.
2: Yorkshire. If you if ask any American, that's how they would pronounce that dog. Actually, no, they, yeah, would, they would say Yorkie, but I was worried Al wouldn't give me the point ask, if I ask just said
0: any American, Yorkie. Ask any American how they pronounce Leicestershire. <laughs>
1: Oh, Worcestershire sauce. Uh, yeah, yeah. I,
2: we, we've been using... Worcestershire sauce. Favorite,
0: the, it's, it's actually like sung in a national song where he says like I thing. I think that's the word he uses. He completely fucking mispronounces <laughs> in, in one of the national songs about this woman he was dating. I love it.
2: We've been cooking with that. I'm not going <laughs> to try to pronounce <laughs> it. Worcestershire sauce. We, ca- we just call it Worcestershire sauce because yeah. that's how Don't we can say it.
1: sauce.
0: <laughs> no. if, if a man offers you <laughs> just say no, all right? That's my English advice.
2: Too. All right, number two. You ready?
0: I'm on the edge of my seat, but that's partly because I've been twitching from needing to go to the restroom.
2: Okay, I'll speed it up. A ride in the park or... Excellent choice. Thank you. My name options for this are take me for a ride. I got a big fucking stick... Or When Will My Reflection Show. But I feel When Will My Reflection Show gives away one of the best bits of it. So I think I would go. Uh, it's, it's a thing. I would actually combine mm. my first two names and call it Take Me For A Ride. I Got A Big Fucking Stick. So that's the official Perfect. name. Nice.
0: Perfect. Nice. And number one. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. When we do the Weird Geeks like, <laughs> Supercut, shall we credit them we with should, your titles rather than Well, their
2: we should combine mine and Alex's titles. We should vote on the best right. ones. Uh, number one. If you're keeping track, you know what it is. If not, I'm about to tell you. Ten thirty-one ninety-eight.
1: There it is. The more I
2: think about it. Also
1: your scariest. Yeah.
2: I mean, apparently the thing the way that I think of Spooky is not good enough for Al. But this is no, doesn't count.
0: <laughs> Very little is good enough for me, though. Ali, so don't worry about I it. I mean, just, Gorgeous Vortex seems to be good enough
2: for you, which just makes me question your taste. But we can have a different discussion about that. Oh! Um, Ooh. Sick burn. I want <laughs> to go to this haunted house so badly. Ariel told me it Means no longer exists. I'm very sad about it. I would like someone to recreate it. I love being scared. Movies seem to not scare me. I don't know why movies don't scare me, but when I go to a haunted house, they do genuinely give me. I hate haunted scare.
0: houses. Me too, Alex. Me They're too. great. Ali, excellent list. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time and consideration. Time for my list of the things that I've decided in the order that is applicable to my tastes. <laughs> now, number fifth, I have not put Gorgeous Vortex in here because people are just going to get upset, and I can't, and I can't <laughs> because
2: I you
1: were going to make it. I number was about one. to say we that get it.
2: it's your favorite. <laughs> you don't want people to stop following you on social media, stop listening to our podcast. It's a smart business decision. You may carry on
0: i've made my point as clear as i possibly can i am fine with mood films i enjoy just nice visuals and music and i can totally you know go for that and i think it has both of those i it does not belong here so i have no way of ranking it in this list at all number 15 then for me can you shake your fucking head at me sir
2: I you mean, did.
1: Ali and I forced it into list. <laughs> <Yep>. We, <didn't. laughs> we, we were trying to make yeah. a statement. <laughs> you, you
2: said you can go back and listen to our episode. You said we were going to rank all the shorts, including... I'm aware. ...Gorgeous Vortex.
0: I'm aware. I get to change my mind. And number 15. Such an asshole. Vicious Circles. <laughs> vicious Circles. Um, Good. Me too. It, it's so hard because it's not the worst... No, it's the worst. Number 15. (laughs) Number 14. Number 14. So I always, I like to separate mine into brackets. So these for me are the three where it's just like there's, it's not that there's nothing there, but it's like, just (laughs) don't even just burn them, you know? And I really hate saying this for this one. Number 14 for me is a sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger. Wow, Uh, very low. For two reasons. One, the ending is phenomenally bad (laughs) like (laughs) when the kids are just standing there and then the camera falls over and then he's like digging stuff out just doing exposition and then talking to them trying to like oh no they're aliens let me explain it it's just so embarrassingly terrible it's a
1: car crash it's absolutely terrible
0: the rest of it is actually okay other than I don't like him I think he's generally like giving nothing throughout the whole thing so I just can't like it's a frustrating one because again I think it could have been good and I think they had the elements to do it well didn't happen didn't happen 13 for me then is Tuesday the 17th. It was really hard between these two because Tuesday the 17th, I actually like less of than the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger. But it's got a name that ties in Friday the 13th and I like Friday the 13th so that immediately helps. (laughs) And I think the glitch killer... Would be really bad, but at least like it looks visually interesting. It was kind of like an interesting idea to have a killer who can't be filmed. Unfortunately, they flummox entirely how to do it. The acting's terrible. The humor's terrible. There's lots of But you
1: also liked moments. the bit where she asked him if uh, she wanted to fuck and he was just <laughs> squeezing his junk. That's why he that put, it, really what, why he put, put it higher with?
2: than Emily. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to see a,
1: like... a man
0: holding his penis,
3: basically.
2: <laughs> oh, we should have put that as funny as penis. Honorable shout out.
1: A yeah, yeah. Piece, that, yeah. That's a pretty, yeah, that was a very funny piece, <laughs> moment for sure. So those are my three.
0: Then I'm just like, forget it. The next four, it's like there's something there that are just not for me or they're failing in some way. So at number 12 for me is phase one clinical trials. Again, it's just too glossy. I don't like my found footage glossy. Um, I don't really like science fiction-y Twilight Zone stuff anyway, so it's just not my, to my tastes. And, and I will admit, coming from VHS1 into VHS2, having this as the first one, It was the wrong place to put it, so it made me just kind of go like, this isn't where I want this series to be going. Then at number 11 is tape 49 for me. Again, I think the concept of this is more cinematically smart than uh, the previous wraparound, but it's just not executed that interestingly. It's very just meh. It's just like, I don't know, some stuff happens, someone hides in a closet. Like there's a couple of okay moments with it. The impetus isn't really that great. He leaves her to go and get fucking aspirin. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah, weird. And then there's just someone true. doing a thumbs up at the end of the film. Number 10 is Dante the Great. Yeah, I, it's not... Look, this isn't to my taste again. It doesn't feel like it belongs in VHS for me at all. This feels like a calling card for somebody who wants to make comic book movies. It's done okay. Like, the way it's done is okay. But I actually don't think it's that great. Like, I just don't find the characters that enigmatic. I don't find the effects that great. It's just like, this is fine. It's a little, but like when we're watching it, we're just laughing. It's just like, what has happened to the VHS series? How did this, how is this where we got to? And again, it's the first one. So you're like, this is setting the tone. So again, I appreciate why people might like it. It's just not for me. Number nine, the last of this section for me is the second honeymoon, which is like, this felt kind of authentic to a degree to begin with. I don't mind the concept. It just wraps up so quickly with no like, it just sort of like, speeds through and i feel like we missed a whole bunch of scenes and then it's over and i was like what so it's just very unsatisfying i guess is the word but you could have been something cool here and again i like tight west's work and i could sense some of him here but yeah not certainly not his best then we're into three films which i really like these three i think there's some cool elements here and i would recommend people watch them and number eight for me is safe haven again talked about it a lot melodrama i don't like uh it's too soap opery. but once it goes crazy i'm all for it go crazy go nuts I have fun with that. Number seven is Parallel Monsters for me. I think this one's really good. Like I think it's a really solid short film with a very simple idea. I think it's much more elegantly executed, much more maturely just like thought out um, and executed. And in many many ways I want to herald this as like, you know, one of the very best. Um, But I don't know. There's something about it that I just,
1: I keep forgetting about it. It doesn't, it's not lingering in my brain for some reason. Despite oh,
2: maybe because they didn't. When sh- you
1: wake up and there's a Yoda giant penis next to you, you'll remember it out.: <laughs> <Yeah>, It's true. <laughs>
2: Alex will <laughs> see is, you tonight.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say that is uh, not for social distancing, Alex. <laughs> what the way? You stop drinking your boba.
2: The smoothie.
0: It's a smoothie. What have you got in your smoothie?
1: Um, we didn't need to go through it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just it doesn't matter
2: <laughs> yeah. i don't want to talk um, about it
0: and my last of this section is at number six i've got tape 56 which again is very tricky because it's like this is found footage for me this is how found footage should be authentic grimy grotty if they had continued from that first time we're with them and they get to the house and we see that imagery of the person in the chair and the tvs and then the next time we come back it continued to get creepier and creepier I would really love this. I still wouldn't like the characters. Obviously, it would be very uncomfortable for me to watch. And I would have liked one character, one character like giving some pushback, like who just feels like, I guess like the kid in Amateur Night, where it's like, sure, he shouldn't be going along with this, but he's been dragged into this. But hey, this is what we got. And, and I do think it's one of the most effective. I really do. And then we're into my top five. And these are the ones that I just think everybody should actually watch, which is amazing.
1: So these are the ones that are going to be in the supercut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well sort of you say that but we, we need a wraparound still so we're going to get into that at the end of this so mm. do. Sure. but these are the five that i just yeah i genuinely think everyone should check these out and that's pretty amazing and that's one thing i really well actually we'll do that when we judge the films i guess number five is a ride in the park yeah i just think it starts off okay and it gets better and better and better as it goes along um and i end up having a great time with this it's pretty long as well actually but it's worth it number four is Ten Thirty One Ninety Eight for me Yeah, I always remember like the ending of it being really cool with all the effects and stuff. And I was watching it with Katie. I was like, oh, this one's not actually that great. I remembered really loving this and leaving the cinema on a high from the film festival. And then it got to the end. And I was like, I really had a good time with this. She didn't have as much of a good time. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, it's just just some guys in fancy dressing in a house, wander around really for no reason. Like it's very forced. They're wandering around this house. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's all about those last couple of minutes with the effects, which... I enjoy those minutes. If you're not in it for those, Katie definitely wasn't, then this is a very disposable section, you know? So that's why like, I can't put it personally higher. Number three for me is Bone Storm. I have some problems with this in terms of, yeah, some of, some of the effect stuff doesn't quite work for me. I like all the practical stuff though. I totally go with that. I love the vibe. I love the authenticity of the skaters. Um, I love that it's all in this broad daylight. And yeah, it's just it's a good balance for me of like, it's definitely genre, even though it's not scary and it's fun you know and then my top two honestly are completely interchangeable so it's been really hard for me Uh, and obviously my top two are Amateur Night and Slumber Party Alien Abduction Amateur Night is the one like again I'd watched all these and I remembered two things from pretty much the entire series and that was the conceit of the opening and then Amateur Night that was the one that like got people's attention when VHS came out, and that's the one, here yeah, from the director of The Ritual. And I think he's an excellent director, and I know we're all, we're disagreeing with this, you know, quite a bit. But like for me, it's like that. It's executed better than almost every other film in these series. Like the way it's edited, the way it's put together, it feels authentic but still cinematic. It's like it hits that balance nicely for me i know you both had a problem with her i don't have as much of a problem and i find it genuinely a little bit creepy when she's like chasing this guy down uh the first imagery when he comes out of the bathroom and she's there like silhouetted i think it's really cool. Oh, yeah, cool when he gets grabbed at the end and pulled up into the air same thing happens at the end of alien abduction so maybe we just like you know i just like films where they get dragged up <laughs> at the end of the film. But really fucking cool. Like it really, I remember just being like, oh wow, I hadn't seen that before. And it felt very authentic with him like getting pulled up, screaming into like the sky. I really like Amateur Light a lot. And it, and it, it has, it genuinely feels like a horror film, which I can't say for most of these. Alien Abduction, yeah, just feels like a lot of fun. Like I would love a Stranger Things series like this. It's a lot of fun. Enjoy hanging out with them. I think it's, they go a little heavy when they start showing the aliens, but for the most part, very effective. Um, and genuinely unsettling in places as well as funny. I, I have written down Amateur Night as my number one just because it's like the staple of VHS. Like that's the one that got everyone's attention and made people proof of concept, if you know what I mean. But yes, very hard for me to separate those two because they do different things. All right. That's cool. We all had pretty different yeah. lists. Pretty different lists. Yeah, which could make the supercut hard, but we'll get there. Before we get there very quickly, we've got to place the three actual films in order, which is a different type of difficult. Allie, let's go with you.
2: The bottom two were the hardest for me to place just because I dislike them for different reasons. We talked about this for a brief second earlier in this podcast. The VHS viral, if I was thinking back to it, I think I felt like I disliked it the most when I got finished with it. But after making my list of all the shorts, I realized there's actually, I have more shorts higher up in that one than I do from the first one, Um, Mm -hmm. which goes to show how much the thread can affect your overall feeling of it, uh, just because that thread was so bad. But I finally decided I put the first VHS at number three, I just think overall, it makes me feel really icky (laughs) in a bad way. So that's kind of what ended up being the deciding factor for me. So the first VHS is last for me. Obviously, number two, VHS Viral. What'd you say?
0: Wowza. Wowza.
2: Number two, VHS Viral. Terrible thread. It gets worse and worse as it goes on. And the more they try to give you their message that they very clearly see as something profound the more it falls apart pretty bad and number one is the second VHS I like genuinely had a good time watching this as soon as it finished I felt pretty relieved that it was so different from the first one again the thread is not that great not because of I mean kind of because of the story but it's like the actors just aren't that great which is I don't know. It'll be interesting when we get into the conversation to decide which thread to pick. Obviously, it won't be the thread from Viral. But for our supercut, I'm curious what, we'll see. what we're all going to We'll see. As lost
1: say. <laughs>
2: I'm not watching it if it's VHS Viral. <laughs> Let's try to not put any racist things in our supercut. Yeah, that's my list.
0: Weird, weird rules. <laughs> uh, thank you, <laughs> Ali.
2: <Alex. laughs> <laughs> Preposterous.
1: Yeah, for me, it's pretty straightforward. VHS viral is definitely my last choice. Second would be VHS. There were lots of elements that I liked, but there was a a constant sort of sense of if only they did this or if only this happened or it just needed this. Like there was always, it felt like there was just a couple of elements missing in each one. And then so my number one is VHS two by no means far from perfect, but kind of like Ali said, get, got to the end of that and I was like, oh, cool. I, I, I enjoyed that. I had l- sort of less issues with it and yeah, that was it. And I liked it. They were, they were kind of, it, it felt like they were building on the first one. And, and so, you know, it, it actually sort of got me more excited for the franchise. So I think that was the big Just to that. be
2: let back down again
1: absolutely <laughs> so
0: i really struggled with this uh because yeah like i know what we talked about it when we covered vhs viral my instinct coming out of the movie was fuck this film like that's my instinct but then i look at it if we ignore the wraparound there's three shorts i didn't think Dante the great was that bad just didn't do it for me and the other two i liked quite a bit yeah which is like
3: mm.
0: what does that mean then like, and like you say it really plays into what that wraparound can do and obviously we're watching these in a row so there's some fatigue with certain things you know uh, but I do think it's also about where you go in the movie. It's got to be about that arc of like where you come in and where you go out. Um, so VHS Viral is still yeah. at the bottom for me, even though I said that. So then I have got to VHS 1 and VHS 2. And if I look at my top five shorts that I've picked, I've got one from Viral in those top fives. And I've got two from each of the other two. Which then, meant I feel like the ones that I like in VHS 2, there's a slightly higher average. If I'm just getting into the math, you know, it's a slightly higher average. So then I had to look at a wraparound. I slightly though prefer the one in VHS one to the one in VHS two. So I'm like, this is a fucking like, then I'm just going into weird math. So what I had to go with is just my gut, which is that when I'm watching VHS one, I'm in and I feel like I'm in to a real VHS movie. I have amateur night and I'm in because I think that's like the right way to do it. I then go through some stuff that I'm not a fan of. And then I exit on 10.31.98, which is a good time. And for me, it's like, yep. It's about how do I come in and how do I go out? With VHS 2, I come in and I'm disappointed with the wraparound, and then I'm disappointed with phase one clinical trials, and then it goes up for me a little bit, you know? And then it really spikes up at the end. So it's difficult, it just comes down to personal taste, but I'd rather come in and go out on high notes. So for me, it's yeah, VHS viral on the bottom, then VHS 2, and then VHS 1. They just got a little bit worse each time, hmm. essentially. Fair
3: play, fair play, fair play.
0: But we don't have to have any of those problems anymore. Because we're going to be making a We Are Geek Supercut, so we can create our slash my perfect version.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Honesty
0: of the VHS film. So first of all, let's talk about what's going to be in there. Now we had a lot of crossover. We all agree ten thirty one ninety eight. is going to be in.
1: Yep. Yep. We're talking about five films. You're going to put five films in. this? We're going to like going let's
0: nominate. It? You know, let's nominate five, and then we'll see if the, I'll there. see when I'm editing if the time's going to work. Long. You know, it's. But we've got 10.31 at 98 is definitely going in. Uh, we've all agreed Slumber Party Alien Abduction is definitely going in.
3: Mm. No, yes, yes. definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think it was your top film.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're all agreeing A Ride in the Park should go in?
2: Yep.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. And then we get into, I guess, the two ones are slightly more contentious. One is Bone Storm and one is Amateur Night. They're the ones on my list. What do you have from your list that you want to like, put up for contention? <sighs>
1: I,
2: what have we not
0: covered on those top five you know
1: i mean out of those two that you just mentioned i would choose amateur night
2: i would choose bone storm
1: okay and is there anything from your top five so obviously we
0: haven't mentioned that must be
1: i've got parallel monsters is the only other one in my Mine top too. five that we haven't mentioned okay And alley do you have something i guess my
2: other that you haven't mentioned are bone storm you mentioned my other one in the top five is parallel monsters Okay. Oh, okay.
1: Parallel Monsters getting a bit of,
2: getting some love.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I like Parallel Monsters. So
0: it's number seven. There's definitely an argument for it.
2: The ones we've chosen for sure are my top three, so I'm happy.
0: Okay. I think it also comes into tone a little bit. It's like we don't just want comedy. The whole, yeah, like, you know, that's we fair. We want to like go in and out a little bit. Um, yeah, I definitely, you know, I'm glad Alex backed me up a little bit. Now. I definitely, I know Ali is way down for you, so it's a tough one. But for me, it's like you can't have VHS without amateur. I mean, like, it's like in it's my arbitrary bracket, bearer. so.
2: And again, I'm happy with my top three being in.
0: Cool. So if we do have another one, then yeah, it comes down to Bone, Storm and Parallel Monsters. And honestly, like, again, I like all of these. So I wish we could keep all of them in. It's just going to be too long. Too long. So maybe let's have a little look at what have we got. Like you've got Amateur Night, which is a bit more serious, a bit more definitely horror themed, at least, you know. Yeah. Uh, makes you feel a little unsettled. We've got Slumber Party Alien Abduction, which I think has some spooky moments, but definitely some funny moments as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got a ride in a park, which is just All common, funny, essentially. But yeah. still horror, which is great. Mm-hmm. Then we've got 1031.98, which is more of a fun house, I guess. Fun house,
1: spooky ride, yeah.
0: Fun house, spooky ride. So then what we've got missed out, I feel like, you know, we've got, yeah, Bone Storm, which is more of a party film. And then we've got Parallel Monsters, which is obviously more of a... Yeah, Twilight Zone episode, essentially.
1: I'm leaning more towards Parallel Monsters just because it's... It's got that more mature tone. Um, yeah,
2: and Storm and Alien t- Abduction have similar characters, similar setups.
0: They do. I completely appreciate what you're saying. I think a lot of it's going to, unfortunately, I didn't write these down because I think a lot of it's going to come down to run times, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like which ones, because somebody's of these like Safe Haven was like a massive one, which obviously we don't have here. Okay, well, let's put down, look, we've got four for sure. And then we've got two ones that we'll look at the context when we get into the running time. Um, Which we'll report on Because our next show You're both going to be on And I'll be into it At some point During our next show So we'll get to like Come back to this In a future episode Which we wouldn't (laughs) normally do But I think it's important It'll
1: be a little easter egg In a future episode People who are not
2: Listening to this But will be listening To our next franchise Are either going to be Super excited Or really disappointed
0: I mean make your own thing (laughs) Uh, It's like we were saying People don't like our podcast Do your own fucking show (laughs) So So now comes the difficult bit because we have to have a wraparound. You can't have anthology without a wraparound. Now, here are the things that I see in my mind. Number one thing you have to not forget is like, we don't have to include everything that wasn't a wraparound. This is our super cup. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Can we edit the wraparound slightly? Yep. We can do whatever we want. It's our <laughs> uh, I won't. Yeah, I don't really want to edit the movies themselves, but I would allow the wraparounds a little bit. Okay, so let me just pitch you some things. If we use tape 56... Obviously, we frame it correctly. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but the end of tape 56 is essentially then, yeah, you're left with one person left in the house, and then he's running from this person, and then he falls down the stairs, and you basically get a Blair Witch project ending, essentially, of like the camera yep. stuttering like on its side.
1: We would obviously frame that we, correctly. Yeah. And um, then we get the next tape, right, after that? The last tape?
0: Yeah, and then in the actual thing, another tape starts So
1: we, wouldn't, we definitely wouldn't Cut do that. that no,
0: we would end on the Blair Witch ending, basically. Yeah, agreed, um, yeah. If we use tape 49, it's...
1: Take the thumbs up.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, it's like, should we take... I mean, yeah, we could take the thumbs out. If we really want to do it, we could do it. We could take the thumbs out. I do feel a little... As we're saying it, I'm like, I feel a little dirty re-editing these people. But rearranging, I feel, is definitely okay. But I guess we could re-edit. Yeah, actually, I, I, I,
1: I agree with you. I think rearranging yeah, is one thing. Cutting stuff is a different thing. It's a little different. Um, so maybe there's no, a no-cut rule, but... Because it's hard because when like I was a- thinking
0: about when you were saying earlier about obviously we're not going to use vicious circles because it's all of our like, least favorite pretty much. I was like, yeah, but there are elements in it. You could easily, like, in the static things that happen in between, you could cut in, like, the ambulance for a second or, like, a chase, you know, a little, like, there are moments that you could grab from that that would actually work fine if you didn't have the context of <laughs> everything going on. So maybe as an Easter egg, we could always have when the static's changing, like, you know, a little flash of the ammo or something. I don't know. Just to like pay an homage to that. But, but I don't know. I don't know. It's really hard. In my head before, as we just made that roll now or just starting to make that roll. it takes down our options. Because in my head, I was like, there's ways to even intersplice all of these, particularly the first two.
1: Because my actual leaning was to take 56 as the wraparound. And you can still have the bit where they're destroying stuff at the beginning. I would cut out the boob assault. Agreed. And then just maybe slightly reorder some of the stuff in the house or particularly just the ending of just like where the films fit. But my instinct is to go with that one, with those kind of edits. But then it's like, do we, you know, but then it's like, yeah, do we cut stuff? Yeah, that's my problem. Because then my problem that's, is that's kind like, of like... It's like an icky kind of territory.
0: I mean, you both know how I feel. Like I couldn't... I couldn't feel stronger about how, like, that's the correct way to start VHS. Like, again, when you play a VHS movie, that's this, you know, what this is, it should feel like a snuff film and you should Mm -hmm. feel horrible and, like, you just came across these things. Um, So I couldn't feel more strongly that Tape 56 has to be, like, if there's only one VHS film, like, that's what it needs to be for me. Uh, But yes, obviously having the ending at the fucking ending and not, you know, two-thirds of the way through. there's loads of things I would like to edit out, but I am erring on what you said. Like I feel kind of dirty of like, yeah, I don't feel right. (laughs) to stuff out of other people's films. Like just because I don't want that shot or something. But it's also like, I still say, again, it's very important people. I'm not condoning the behavior of the characters in tape 56, but I'm meant to be appalled. I'm meant to feel like I hate these people and I'm meant to feel unsettled by it. And whether it's done with the right intentions or not, that is how I feel when I'm watching that. And I do feel like, again, I've put in a snuff tape. So for me, it's like, if I like PG-13 that down and take out some of their abhorrent behavior, then it's not effective anymore, like for what it's trying to do, which has set that tone. Um, so for me, I guess it just depends, like if we started with 56, tonally, again, there was a problem for Ali in particular of going from 56 straight into amateur night, which, you know, it's definitely a little lighter, but it's, uh, it's in a similar you know, universe. That's when I think the order of films is so important then. Do we want to then come in with something a little lighter first and then we can get to amateur night later? Or how do we want to come in and how do we want to go out? You know? Because I think we all agreed like, okay, 1031.98 was a nice way to go out of VHS. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. good. I, I think uh, Alien Abduction, I think, was an even better way to go out for me. Agree. However, I'm also sort of an opinion of like, maybe starting with alien abduction would be really cool, you know, because it does feel very authentic VHS. It's so like to go from like tape 56 into alien abduction where it still feels part of the same fabric, but it's a different mm-hmm. lighter tone where you definitely don't feel icky.
1: Yeah. Could work. Because you couldn't go I straight into correct. like
0: a ride in the park. You couldn't do that.
1: Yeah. I think having something that visually sort of belongs in the same wheelhouse, but... Tonally is different, I think uh, is a good, good jump. Just to, yeah, to go from that place of like, oh, these guys are awful, they're horrible, to then just kids that are like, more light-hearted. oh, these kids are awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. but you would feel like they're of but the you're same still, era VHS cassette like yeah, stuff, if you know st- what I mean. Okay, well, I'm just writing down notes here. And obviously we might change things and people can catch up with us in weeks to come. But I'm, I'm like, okay, so my vote is, yeah, we do take 56, but we reframe it and then from the order of stuff it makes it more palatable if you know what I mean yeah Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so I would go take 56 yeah into slumber party alien abduction then I feel we need something different because we've had like two very authentic VHS-y shaky camera-y things we've got a ride in the park we've got 1031.98 we've got amateur night obviously when we throw in parallel monsters or bone storm that could like mix things up again but let's just deal with the four we know for sure that are going in at the moment what would come next do you think oh
2: it's hard because if it was parallel monsters i think parallel monsters would be good to come next not bone storm because it's too similar in tone to slumber party alien abduction
3: Mm -hmm.
0: okay i'll make two lists that's going to be one with the brackets for parallel monsters if we did that Uh, if we don't do parallel monsters and we just stay with these four it's hard because slumber party is kind of funny but I would say we need a completely different flavor and I would go with like a ride in the park. Maybe let's just go with something completely different.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that too. But then I was like, does that then kind of put it on a trajectory where it feels like it's getting lighter? But then I guess that's something to play with is that like... Yeah, because then you could you come then, from that
0: like into amateur night and you're suddenly back into like yeah. darkness again, basically and mm-hmm. like characters you don't yeah. like and let's not forget in between you're interspersing with tape 56 still
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's true yeah I would go right in the park
0: I mean I think that's the thing it's like do we want to go out I'm really torn because part of me is like yeah we could go out on like 98 it doesn't work for everyone though I can say that film doesn't because it doesn't actually have much sustenance to it we just are all keying in and we're all enjoying those effects in the last couple of minutes and that vibe Mm -hmm. you know and then they get killed in the car crash that last split second. That would be the last tone of the movie. Or we could not go out on a party thing yeah, and bring in something like Amateur Night as like the last feeling. So you enter with tape 56 and then you like end with, with you know, the person getting carried up into the air and then you'd obviously cut into the finale of tape 56 as, as we get our a like, which ending and you're left with more of a genuine horror like feel. Mm-hmm. And I think there's an argument for both directions to go at the end.
1: Yeah, that's tricky. It is tricky. Because <laughs> you're getting that dark ending anyway with tape 56. Yeah. But, like, I do like then if, yeah, if it's the ending of Amateur Night. And because, I mean, that's a similar ending too with the camera landing on the ground, right? Or like yeah. having that sort of still shot. But.
0: Yeah, sort of. Well, Amateur Night, you got the car crash and then it just. Furthers
1: out, doesn't it? Because he flies off and then the car the sorry, camera sorry. falls you mean through 30, the sky. 10, yeah, I'm in thirty
0: one, the car crash. Yeah, yeah. Amateur yeah. night. Yeah, amateur night's the same as like alien abduction, so we kind of want to separate those as much as we can, actually.
1: Yeah. But the last shot is the camera on the ground, and then in Tape fifty six the last shot is the camera on the ground as well, right? I mean if uh,
2: if Slumber Party yeah, is the, the first basement. one, the first short and amateur night is the last short, you're kind of bookending You're bookending the whole thing with tape fifty six, and then you're bookending the first and last short with something that ends with rising.
0: Are you saying that in a positive way or in a bad way?
2: Either, I don't know.
0: (laughs) I mean, again, it's either way. I would say, if we don't have that many shorts, yeah, that's something to to bear in mind. It's like if you're watching it, do you want how close do you want those two? Should we just yeah push them as as far apart as possible, Mm. Um, so you have a little bit of breathing room? And there is, yeah, like you say, there's a cycle.
1: And would people think kind of sort of how you you felt, Ali, if you put Amateur Night as the last of the shorts, would people start to think it's the guys from Tape 56? Could that mistake happen even if it was at the end?
2: I don't Not by that point, surely. With the other shorts coming before it.
0: That's what we're trying to remedy because yeah. I never even occurred to me that that could be a problem. for someone. It was my but problem because yeah, they were, yeah, they were behaving the
2: same because the they were back to back. And it was back to back.
0: I definitely feel starting with alien abductions right away. Cause yeah, like you want to, I like keeping that tone from tape 56 of authenticity, but yeah, moving into a different tone of, you know, genre, I think is cool. And then we go into more horror ride right in the park, but it's funny. Then maybe ten thirty one ninety eight, 98, where it's a bit more of a party thing, but it's more spooky. And then going to amateur night where we're really going. No, we saved like the more horror horror thing for like the end. Yeah,
1: I think I that like that order because I like that feeling of there's sort of lightness in those first three, and they're, but they're fun. Like there's a lot of kind of energy, action, and energy, and, and sort of movement in them. And then I'm leaving it with a weird taste at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it only just like fuck. Okay. That took a dark turn.
0: So the only difference we'd do is like, okay, well, let, let's go with that as a standard. Tape 56 is going to wrap around, but we'll do it properly. Slumber Party Alien Abduction will be the first one up. Then a ride in the park. Then 1031.98. Then Amateur Night. And then we've got Floating Parallel Monsters and Bone Storms. So once that's made, we'd see, okay, is there a place in the timeline in terms of how long this is? And also just in the tone. Would it be nice to have one of these pop up again mm. somewhere? Mm-hmm. Which again, for me, it's like frustrating because yeah, I definitely... I prefer Bone Storm to Parallel Monsters, but I hear what you're both saying. In terms of tone, we've got a lot of that fun. Yeah,
2: Parallel Monsters is very different from any of the other ones.
0: Yeah, which we we can then see. Okay, so we'll revisit this. I will get to work on that (laughs) for the good of mankind.
1: Excellent. Excellent.
0: And we will revisit this in our future episodes. If you've been listening through this, congratulations. (laughs) Really. We
1: do have some questions. Oh, really? Let's do some questions. So guys, first question we have from our lovely audience is which segment do you personally wish you could rewrite and what would you change and why? Personally want to rewrite.
0: So basically we wouldn't change, you know, it would still be that segment, but it could just be done better, I guess.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mentioned this earlier, which I think the way this question is posed is difficult for me because I'm not a writer. So, I don't think I could do it justice. This is not me saying I've done some good pitches. I know exactly. I mean, I've done a lot of cool musical, non horror, horror pitches. I don't think I could do it justice, but I, as an audience member, would be excited to see somebody try to improve this. Uh, and that is Dante the Great.
0: I think that might fall more into the next question we're going to get, but we'll see when we get there. But
2: um, mm.
0: we'll see.
1: For me, it would be one that I would have a go at, I think would be Second Honeymoon. Mm -hmm. Because I do, I genuinely found that unsettling, that the moment that you realize it's a stranger filming them. So I like that premise, but I think you could just tighten up the beginning a bit, make the husband maybe more sympathetic to the audience. Mm Mm-hmm but also kind of drop in a sense that maybe their marriage isn't right, but, but uh, and then sort of just build out that ending a little bit more. So it's not, yeah, like you were saying before, where it's not so rushed and then suddenly it's just like, did you erase the tape? Like just to give it, just to kind of bookend it a bit better. Yeah. But yeah, I liked, I liked the premise a lot.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I would, I would do, yeah, I, I hear in that one and I would do Safe Haven, to be honest, because I think, I think there's a great one in Safe Haven. I just don't like yet the way it's written to begin with, all the melodrama and soap opera. I think it's a cooler way to introduce them to that environment and make it really creepy and very silent, hilly towards the end of it. Yeah.
2: I think to add on, to give a shout out, since my first answer might be more relevant to the second question, I'd also say the sickening thing that happened to Emily in her whatever yeah, it says for sure. the long title is. And I would change the and, ending.
0: Yeah. And actually, the, the VHS viral wraparound. Yeah. Like, I think there's some cool <laughs> things you could have done there. <laughs> yeah. A lot of potential on a lot of these. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Next question. Next question. Which one of these segments would work best as a start to its own feature film, if any? Clearly Amateur Night because we got Siren, which I talked
0: about earlier. I'm going to go quickly with this. Like, yeah, I would see Expanded, not as a prequel, but Expanded Alien Abduction would be great. But yeah, I said it during the show, like bone storm. is like, I want to see what happens next. Like when this big creature comes out and you've got these skaters heading off, it's like, I want to see that. but. There might be reasons for some certain projects I'm writing at the moment that that keys into. But yeah, I would totally be down with watching that movie for sure.
2: Yeah,
1: For me, I guess an extended version rather than necessarily being a start to a feature film, but something that I could see as maybe an extended thing into a feature film would be parallel monsters. Like seeing them in each other's worlds for much longer and just outside of that house environment. Just think of all the um. meat
0: bags. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would reveal the penis thing right away. <laughs> but just the idea of, of them, yeah, discovering this these alternate realities. Well, because they
0: leave you, I mean, we don't think about it, but they leave you now with the two wives who have made this mistake and killed who they yeah. thought was a husband, but now with the power to open a portal to each other's world. Mm-hmm. So who mm-hmm. knows what would happen.
2: I mean, I think that would be a cool yeah. ending for a feature and you just take a longer time to learn more about the two worlds yeah Maybe yeah for whatever reason the portal closes up it can only stay open for they say we'll meet back in 15 minutes but it can only stay open for 10 minutes and a writer can come up with a better reason as to why they don't just open it back up again yeah. but i think yeah. that'd be cool
0: so Dante the great for you though ali isn't it
2: i mean it's <laughs> yeah. i that's
0: what you said you wanted a I movie like, of it
2: i just i really like the idea i don't know that i want a feature film of it Maybe Again, it's very hard for me to answer these questions because I'm not a creative. So I don't, like someone could make a feature of this with a really talented team and then I could watch it and be like, why would someone make a feature about that? That's so bad in hindsight. I would like to see a better version of that made, whether it is as a short. If people think it could be a feature, then cool.
1: What tone would you lean into? Would you lean more into the comedy or would you I'd want it to be I'd probably want it horror? to be pretty dark yeah
0: honestly look there's no cloak in it but go check out chronicle if you want comic book horror found footage film chronicle
1: and now Al, for alien abduction would that be the start of the film and if it was would it no um,
0: that's what i mean i feel that should be just be expanded you should do that as a proper like, expanded yeah make it yeah. into a proper thing like 24 hours hang out and then these spooky things start happening and just turn it into a yeah. thing. for show. Sure. and that's that's our questions guys Well, the last question we actually have is what you're doing for the next one. I presume the next show, not the next uh, meal break or whatever. (laughs) We are covering Jaws. Jaws. Happy to say that we're carrying over all three of us hosts uh, into the Jaws series. And we're bringing in a new host who's not really a new host. He's uh, been on the regular show a few times and he actually started a podcast with me a very long time ago. Cool. He's an O-O-O-G host with you <laughs> And we used to cover just Fast and Furious films And what was it, something else he will remember, I don't remember Called Movie Murmurs but has been lost to history You can't hear them anymore Thomas McCann, the Irish tone So we're going to have all different types of accents As Ali was suddenly putting yeah, together earlier People won't be able to understand uh, us We will understand
2: We won't understand each other
0: I, I, Yes Yes <laughs> uh halloween <laughs> was the only other show that we've had four hosts this is this is our first time returning today and we decided now we're going to do it for anniversary shows although we missed our 20th i think halloween was the 10th we're on 23 now we're about to start which is insane uh but whenever we bring in a new host we want you all to get used to them and see if you like them or not <laughs> so we see if Alex we like pointed out
2: not. that in our wrap-up episodes we can vote the three veterans into set or did i don't know it was someone's idea <laughs> we'll vote whether Seems they stay perfect, in or perfect so amount leave. of
0: <laughs> dignity to give our guests. Yeah. It's like, well, do you want to come on our show? Cool. We're going to vote gonna maybe, on like, how much we, we like you. Like <laughs> <don't-
3: laughs>
0: Yeah, (laughs) seems fair. We are going to be covering Jaws 1 through 4. There is some, I had originally said that we're also going to cover Deep Blue Sea in that because there are a lot of Hollywood bullshit rumors, in my opinion, that the original script for Jaws 5 turned into Deep Blue Sea because someone stole it. I'm looking a little bit more into that. The problem if we do Deep Blue Sea is you have to do Deep Blue Sea (laughs) 2. And uh, I don't know if any of us want to do that. Uh, But I kind of want to do five films rather than four. So there's also a couple of ideas I have floating around that I might Uh, pitch to you all but we'll we'll see when we get there and we'll reveal that next week when we start Jaws Ali's reading the book getting all those I have finished the book this is a series that Ali really uh, has been chaperoning and wanting to do so congratulations she's a she's a shark girl I was frustrated because there's a lot of obviously uh, trivia to do for the first Jaws and it's been ruining my life
1: I have a juicy story for the first Jaws
2: I am very excited for Alex's story it's probably going to be a letdown now.
0: <laughs> I'm moderately <laughs> excited. Yeah. <laughs> I've not, I know to keep my expectations low. Uh, really, thank you everybody for listening. We do appreciate it. Please do go and rate us and subscribe us. Uh, it takes a moment of your time and it makes all the difference for us because we don't do any, any There's no other way people can find out about us. Share the stuff that we're doing. Come to our Zooms if you want to. Come onto our Instagrams and be bewildered. Uh, be bewildered at why there's only two people talking. I'm Mr. Y Al on all the social medias as well as on Xbox and on PlayStation. My switch code is up on my Twitter. If you go back a little bit through the media,
1: I'm at Alexander Chard on Instagram and Twitter. That's A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R-C-H-A-R-D.
2: <laughs> i H
1: A I D. I A I D R D.
2: I'm Ally Sue R on Instagram. Alex can spell it for you if you need it.
1: A L L Y S oh oh
2: exactly perfect.
1: perfect sorry no it's uh a-l-l-y-s-o-u-p <laughs> <laughs> Ally super
2: oh i should have gotten that thank name you. that's a great tag
1: <laughs> thank you both. i'm pretty sure it's probably still available uh thank you
0: both for joining me throughout all of the vhs i appreciated your candor <laughs> we will be back next friday with some water themed antics until then we're out we did it geeks
3: geeks geeks